This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. So my, hold on, man. So what I want to say, and I don't know if it's disrespectful to say, that's what I wanted to talk to you about at first. What do you think is overrated? No, I'm not going to say that it's overrated because I really like the album. I think it's really fucking good. And I and I like that type of rap music. So, I mean, it's not that it's like gang banging, like drive-by, shoot them up rap music. But, I mean, it's it's uh, West Coast hip-hop just has a different feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't it ain't a lot of radio-heavy. It's know, a lot of radio shit on there, though. <laughs> I mean, but it's... It's organic, you know what I'm saying? It's not like, oh, this is my radio single that I want niggas to vibe to. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. So, so what I'm saying, I guess, you know, Victory Lap was a really good album, and I don't want to discredit it in any way. But did Nipsey's death kind of elevate what people, you know, outside of nope the it's circle a, felt about that album? It's a year later. His album was out a year before he died. Like he got a Grammy and shit like the next year, but like we sat with the album for a year before he died. No, I I get that, but I'm just saying it's like, and and I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on him either, but you know, like Kobe had a certain reputation when he was a player, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't it didn't show him in the greatest light, but when he died on the court, yeah, on the court. You know, he had his off-court shit, but, you know, that's whatever. But, like, when he died, the way people was like, oh, we love Kobe. Like, no, y'all niggas didn't really love Kobe like this six months ago. No, came through that with Kobe, God. man. After Kobe retired, because he was driving for two years. No, no, I'm saying, like, he was a different figure once he retired. Yeah, and people and loved him like, differently. They was like, yo, we like this version of Kobe. Like, he's talking to us. And- but, like, it was the love, like, that really that huge or did his death help magnify it yeah I think and again so. it's not no disrespect i just don't i just don't know no i think so because all the shit that we heard from kobe from his peers is how much they've given to him uh on the court Facts. or or things that that it wasn't like yo he was just a competitor yeah yeah, yeah like yo I, i've learned so much it wasn't like man i bought my a game for kobe yeah it was it's i'm giving you the respect you deserve um, in the in the form of art that he chose, it wasn't like yo that nigga was that was my nigga man. We used to laugh and joke all the time. I didn't hear a bunch of them stories. I the stories I hear about Kobe is more like yo I wanted to be like him because this he pushed me. You know what I'm saying? So I think those is relatively cool for fake niggas like uh that fat fedora where he got uh oh you used it uh, you used it. I hate that nigga. I'm trying to think of like. All the disrespectful words, Jason Whitlock, whole ass niggas like that. Oh, you fucking liar! You know what I'm saying? It was shitting on Kobe, shitting on Kobe. He's a bad person. He's this. And as soon as he died, well, you know, I always kind of like Kobe. Like, no, the fuck you didn't. Like, run the tape back. Like, okay, fair enough for Kobe. Uh, for Nip, um, I think everybody who was a Nip fan was a Nip fan. I do think after his death, a lot of people who hadn't. A lot of uh, just regular average people who would not have known it got a chance to listen like, yo, 
oh, this why niggas like him so much. Hey, yo, this shit kind of cool. Uh, and his Victory Lap album specifically, that shit was kind of like. We had Victory Lap a whole year? Yeah, that shit came out in 2018. Uh, that shit came out like February 2018. I want to believe you. And uh, for whatever reason, he got a he got a um, like album of the year in 2019. You are right, 2018. Yeah, so we had that shit for a year. He he passed what March 2019. Okay, fair enough. Um, but like the second time, what they gave him a Grammy and shit like that, like a year later. He's like, what? What's up with that? Well, technically, after he died, that was the best album because that's what everybody played. So it was like nobody technically made a rule saying that you only can get a Grammy for a record in this particular year if it was released in that year. That's not really like a a, a thing. So I can definitely say he benefited from um. Well, I don't know if he, well, I mean, I think people benefited from being able to listen to his music. And this album was more like, it's like Thug Motivation one-on-one with better rapping. Like, you listen mm. to it, and you like, yo, that hustle mentality shit there, the 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 the, the blackness, the build back, buy back. Um, like, it gave you motivation. Like, I literally, I, I felt, I needed some motivation this morning, and I turned that shit on. That's a good analogy. You Thug know what Motivation with better rapping. Better rapping. And I'll like, take that. Better production, like we loved the Jeezy shit, but it wasn't sure like fuck it wasn't like supreme production. It was trap beats and trap music. What nothing? But wrong that shit with blew the us away at the time. Yeah, maybe it didn't blow us away, but it was just the momentum behind you. Like it was just so big. Yeah. It was so big that anything he did was was gonna be successful. What made you think that though? I don't know, man. I was just sitting listening to it random, just thinking how good of a fucking album that shit was. But like. I know that type, that style of rap music doesn't appeal to everybody. That's all. You know, I don't think that, uh, I don't think Nip, well, I don't think Victory Rap, Victory Lap sounded like typical West Coast music. It had like some of the Sims, so I think he he tapped into it. But you listen to his older shit. Yeah. Like I've been, I've been bumping Picture Me Rolling. Uh, Cause that's my it's shit. Classic shit. Uh, but you know, I fucks with that shit. And that's randomly I was listening to that fucking album because like, and I literally thought to myself, is this one of the best debut albums we've ever heard? Victory Lap. Yeah, it's up there. It's like up when you there. think about like debut albums, we got clearly we going how fat how far back you want to go. Do we do we go past a Nas Illmatic? Was that ninety one? I feel like it came later. Like so, I mean, how far do we? So I'm about to let's talk about like debut albums that was like great, but like how far do we want to go back? Do we want to go back like? I mean, what, Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? Like how how far do we go back? But like, who was bigger than Cube at that time? Like he was the biggest yeah. nigga. So Cube got a great debut album. Yeah, course, but he was also the biggest. Like nobody was bigger than Ice Cube at the moment. Nas got a good, great debut album. Give me some other classic debut albums. That's like, yo, we know DMX got one. Clearly, we know Kanye got one. Clearly, uh, what you want to say about that? College dropout? No, no, no. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not going to shit on college dropout. Uh, give me some Kendrick, clearly. Yeah. I give think me so. another one. 
I mean, I, I don't think niggas really fuck with him like I do, but I think Sai High had a good debut album. No, it don't. Rapping? 100%, but that's, that shit don't, it don't match. That's not even the right category. Jay Alec? Nope. Why not? I'm saying like... Raekwon. You can give me a... You can give me a uh, only bill for Cuban links. Raekwon. Yeah. But like it's only a certain amount of people who got I, that. I get I get what type of like monumental yeah. sort of. Like kind of. We didn't know only built was only built for Cuban links was like monumental in the moment. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, the legacy of that shit just like grew. Uh, 50 Cent? For that sure. Was m- for sure. Monumental. Yeah. Eminem. Yeah. Like, I do you think Victory Lap belongs up there with them? You can make an argument. I think you can make an argument. You can for make it. a solid fucking argument. Um, like if on some standard test of time shit. Like what's no? I'm not gonna go there because I seem like I got a a, a bias towards that. So. And I think a lot of albums that we revere like as classics in the moment, looking back on them shits. I get killed every time they I was, say this shit. They was dog. mid. They was I get, mid. I get killed every time I say this shit, but like Life After Death was kind of mid. No, ready, ready to, to die. die. I mean, like it, it just didn't age well. I mean, I like it, right? Like that type of rap just don't sound good in 2020. I'm not listening to every song. Going, I don't like Biggie Flow hadn't just you know hadn't developed into what it became on Life After Death. A cliche alert again because I've said this shit a million times. From life after from. Ready to Die to Life After Death is the biggest jump in quality from any rapper ever from one album to the next. I've never, like... It's just huge. You know... Life After Death is a perfect album. You know who else make... Two rhyme? albums. You know, there's two other niggas that make tremendous strides and they rhyming that don't get the credit they deserve. Who that? Jim Jones. Come on, man. Come on. Like, we just keeping it truthful. No, we're not keeping it truthful. Yes, we are. We're not keeping it truthful. Yes, we are. Because he was so piss poor when he got (laughs) normal, that shit seemed like it was like, yo, (laughs) this nigga making words rhyme. (laughs) Like, But he got hit, so. Hey, so do Ryan Browse. All right, man. You you disrespectful now. And another nigga that I don't think kind of gives his gets his just due, but he might be the most underrated rapper ever, at least in my opinion. Fat Joe. Joe drop a hit every year. Uh, he got he he stay around a he stay around a hot. Joe record. drop Joe drop Joe give you one solid, and I mean nigga brick solid. What was song, song last year? year? Oh man, it it was uh, all the way up was all the way through nah, two three all, years ago. All the way up was through, <laughs> and Jay Z didn't Jay Z took a shit on that remix. If you've never heard it, like. <laughs> Jay-Z. All the way up remix with Jay. Yeah, there's an all the way up remix, and Jay Z mailed that verse in. I feel like when he do when he do features, like he don't give a fuck. You um, just want Jay Z so bad, whatever he send, you just gonna take. I don't I don't remember the all the way up remix. Who else was on it? Nigga, Future, Fat, Fat Joe, Remy, and Jay Z. Give me some of the verse, dog. I don't know the shit <laughs> off the top of my head. I've only heard this shit like once or twice myself. I don't remember it. I'm pretty sure I've heard it. I mean, how how how, how do I not? But Jay Z mail in verses when he when it's like it? not one somebody he really fuck with. It's just like yeah, yeah. What that? See where this chord go? Where this chord at? 
Uh, all right, let me see if I can find this all the way up remix. Before we we gonna start, folks. We gonna start the show shortly, but uh, we gotta get this shit off. Uh, this some behind the scenes shit or something. Uh, all the way up remix. Let's see. All the way up remix. Let me see if your musical uh, opinion is off. I'm the master of useless information. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Let's just start snapping. Crack hit bleak on the jack like. Let's make it happen. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up. I'm not about to listen to the whole. You know you made it when the vacuum mash made it is worth millions. Lemonade is a popular drink and it still is. Survival of the littest. Niggas who really up verse. Niggas up in your business. I'm in the room with real niggas not allowed. I'm the only one in the room that they fear right now. I think they clear right now. Let's celebrate no red champagne. We don't play that. All we see is gold bottles and paper plane hats. 21 Grammys that I use for Duce cups. I'm on the penthouse floor. Call your way up. The OG said, ho, high is high enough. I said, till we eye and eye with the higher ups. Until we let them know we ain't those niggas. Until our baby showered in gold, nigga. Blue looking like Pac in the tub. David LaChapelle levels and not giving a fuck. Prince left his masters where they safe and sound. We never gonna let the elevator take a down. Uh, yeah. It didn't do nothing for that record, dog. Yeah, half his verse. He, he got in his bag for a minute. It didn't do nothing for that record. The it middle, didn't do nothing uh, to benefit Joseph. Uh, the first eight bars was that. And uh, it didn't do nothing to benefit Fat Joe. Yeah, Jay Z is like, Here, get out my face, get uh, my face now. I gave you what you wanted, but yeah. Fat Joe be dropping a drop a burner every year. All right, man, let's get this shit started. All right, <laughs> because everybody knows it is the best thing going for you. Pink suits with hats to match Big crocodiles and Cadillacs You looking for the fattest sacks This is where it's at Windows tinted Seats for lyric line Keep the hands on the burner Cause niggas know that it's Yo, what up though? Shaman J. Johnson A.K.A. the tinfoil hat titan A.K.A. the conspiracy realist A.K.A. the technology snob Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles A.K.A. I only debate my equals Everybody else I teach also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? I mean, since Chadwick is gone, you going to take that out your intro? Uh, No. I am the new leader of Wakanda. I mean, you know, people kind of in an uproar about that. 
I'm not a, a proponent of other people's <laughs> yeah, feelings. Okay, I mean. I'm just, just wondering. And it's your man Dame going wild. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 225. Who didn't have a little 25 back in the day? A little it's Raven. Like your first starter gun. That little Raven 25. You know, one thing else, one other thing I was thinking, this is a carryover from my earlier conversation. Yeah. Fat Joe might be one of the best storytellers in all of hip hop. Have you ever heard that nigga tell any story? I definitely have. Shit is, shit listen, is gold. I listen to Jopra. Yeah, the shit is fucking gold. He got a podcast or, or whatever a show, or it's called uh, Jopra. Jopra, yeah. You know, playing Oprah. And he, he, I like though. I like that. Man, when he had Jamie Foxx on, he was talking about Suge Knight. This shit is hilarious. The, you know, he didn't talk to, told the Roy Jones story a few yeah. times and shit, but he told like a different version of the Roy Jones uh, story. Uh, he told a story the other day with him. He was on there with like him and Who Kid. Yeah, talking about when him and Fifty Cent got into a little was about to get into a scuffle at the uh, award show, or whatever. And like <laughs> he said, it was a hundred niggas with guns waiting in the back. So they tried to like uh get Fifty of them to chase him outside in the back, and then <laughs> it'd have been over. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, I like Joe. Joe, Joe, a good guy. Funny, funny facial hair, fam. I can't, <laughs> I can't get with the facial hair. It's like be It's a it's a full beard. Is it? It be painted on. Oh, don't do that to Joe. Hey, you know them. I don't uh, think it's painted, man. Sometimes. You know what we never got no answers from from Joe? What's that? Remember he did this little telemarketing evangelist? <laughs> like he was on stage with one of them little. It, it was it was uh like selling insurance or something. No, no, shit it or? was it was like a vacation service because yeah. I I've been to one of them meet I've been to a few of them meetings. Uh, me too. But it was like some type of vac like you had your own uh, travel agency. Yeah, he had a that's little, what he was. You know, that's little, what he was doing. The flesh tone microphone to go from your <laughs> ear to your cheek and shit. Like lean back into your blessings. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's what that's what he's doing, man. That you know when you go, if you've never been to like a multi level marketing type of meeting, I've I mean, I first of all, I behoove you to go into one because they be selling that shit. So look. Two different ways. I, I the first one I went was uh you know the worst thing is like somebody you ain't seen in a while and they hit you with that shit. Hey, what's up, Jason? How you been, man? It'd be like elementary and middle school kids and shit I went to school with. It'd be a dumb like, hey man, what's up about the family? Hey, um, have you ever thought about no nigga, I've never thought about life insurance before. God damn it, no. Why don't you do Primerica? For in, in real life. That's a nigga in my inbox right now talking about some Primerica shit. That's the biggest damn pyramid scheme. That shit been going on for too long. Like, come on, man. Stop it. I remember almost working there 20 years ago, and it took me a second to figure out what it was. The boiler room. That's what it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I can't do this. This ain't a job. They they presented it like a job. Like, nah, this this ain't no job. No, nigga, I, I can't make no money off of this. <laughs> We didn't sell shit before, so yeah. This 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 this, this is bo- this is before that job. Yeah. I was like, nigga, I can't I can't make nobody here. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> not what's up, Mary Kay. Yes, uh, <laughs> that shit been around forever too. 
I know it's a pyramid scheme, <laughs> fam. Nobody want them products, though. <laughs> no, nah, man, they do be wanting them. You be seeing them pink Cadillacs out there. <laughs> pink caddy, the pink. Escalade. You be seeing them pink caddies. It's that's for the hustlers. Oh, that shit ain't real. They're that's not real people, dog. That's the people who work for the company. No, that's the niggas listening to Nipsey out there getting it. That's for the hustlers. <laughs> yeah, dog. This shit, wow. Anyway, dog, man, how was your week, dog? Week was cool, man. I ain't got. You sound, no. like, you sound mellow, man. You sound like you're high. That's what you sound like. I am higher than giraffe <laughs> pussy right now. I'm higher than giraffe pussy. I was doing bong grips. Oh, okay. that's really my favorite way to like kind of consume weed. Like I like to get something real strong, and then light it up in the bong. Okay, that's what's up. And you know, I had that blessing come through the other week, and I was like, man, I had a rough week. You know, I'm a, I'm gonna take these, and man, yeah, man. Oh, it worked out. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. I, I, uh, I'll, I'll relay the message, <laughs> and I swear I'm on my level. <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm tuned up. Yeah, man. Uh, Anything else? Turned up, turned up. That's what uh, the kids say. This week, man, I I didn't do a lot of shit this week. Uh, Fo- football, football back. Yeah, dun, 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 dun. you don't give a fuck. I watch Hard Knocks every year, but you know, I I stopped watching football like I guess four years ago. Now you play fantasy football. I stopped. Okay. Um. Mm-mm. Uh yeah, I'm not really. Interested. I want to get all self righteous about it, but I fuck with fantasy football. That's cool. I used to a lot. I used to be in that shit heavy, but like when you're not watching it, it's like, yo, this shit like fucking Primerica. It's like a scam <laughs> if I don't know what's going you know, on. My level of involvement is different. Like I don't go searching out games, but like if something on, I'm gonna watch it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a my lions. I'm gonna let them. You know, break my. What you think about Adrian Peterson? It's like when Chris Webber and T Mac signed with the Pistons. Like, it's good for a name, but like, what is what is this nigga really like? Running backs, they value depreciate like after Lear three. <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, like a used car. You know what I'm saying? As soon as you drive that bitch off the lot, it ain't worth what you just paid for ten minutes ago. That's how running backs be in the NFL. This is true. Like them niggas is entered every year is gonna be some young dog ass running back every year. How do the I haven't watched the Lions in a few years? How do the Lions running backs? I mean, they just. Uh, Bunch of niggas that worked at Quicken Loans and decided I ain't, I'm a I'm gonna put on some cleats today. Well, put Adrian P, put AP in that motherfucker. It I can't mean, be no worse. They, yeah, it can't. And and that's and that's he what was we, serviceable last year, wasn't he? And that's what we come to Alliance fans. It can't be no worse. I mean, can't get no worse. What did 45 <laughs> say to black people last year? What do you got to lose? <laughs> that's, that's, what do you got to lose? This uh, ain't the Adrian Peterson that hit the the league by storm. It's like it four can't years be no later, worse. Uh, Mr. Forty Five, our lives, <laughs> <laughs> we're dying. Yes, yeah, so, I mean our jobs. They'll go, Health. The Lions will go six and ten, probably. You know, disappoint I mean, me again. Does this shit even matter though? Yes, I want them to win. I mean, does this want, football season matter? It does. And, and I'm going to just say this, man. I just want to see my Lions win one Super Bowl Why? before God take me away. Why? Because I'm, I'm a diehard Lions fan. I let them niggas break my heart every year. But I, I just want to see one. I don't I just want to see them niggas parade down Jefferson and Honolulu blue and white. In January? Fuck it. Yes. <laughs> that's when the... That's <laughs> they make... They do... No. The fuck I'm not. Nigga. No. Come it's back. It's in February. February. Super Bowl first week uh, of February. Well, come back in April. Nigga. Nah, we'll man. have a... Uh, we'll have a parade. Jefferson will be packed out. It'll no, be... No, the sm- fuck it's not. Maybe not now because of COVID. Well, it'll like, be out there with, with the... Uh, nigga, even with COVID, man, I might put them... No. 
It'll be full of niggas booing for the anthem. No, booing for uh, hugs and shit. That's who will be out there. Did you see that last night on the game? Yeah. Let me get this one part out, though. Uh, I don't necessarily care if the Lions win a championship or a Super Bowl. I just want them niggas to be competitive, competitive and, like, you watch that shit like, yo, we might have a chance. Niggas going to the playoffs. Like, when your team not viable, sports ain't the same. I ain't like basketball. I ain't like basketball in the field. Like, when you don't have a shot to win at all, <laughs> nigga, give me the shot to win. Yeah, I feel you. Other than you that. Le- you less invested. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, that. I don't, like, I'm invested as fuck in my Lions, but, like, swear, if they was, like, in contention, nigga, I probably would be psychotic. Can you remember when the, the, the what, two two years when the Lions went to the playoffs, nigga, that, the, 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 the level of excitement was high. Yeah, man. Megatron, Dominican Sue, um, Stafford. Like, we was like, that shit was amp. That was shit was geek. And at the at the very least, we was winning our home games. So, you know what I'm saying? We would yeah. always win eight games at least. And then they always went on, they used to always win on Thanksgiving. I mean, we. Now it's been a minute. It's mm-hmm. been a minute. Before. I was we, a small child last time we won. <laughs> last time we won on Thanksgiving. Small child, small child. Uh, well, anyway, yeah, I, I did see that shit last night, man. Um, two black quarterbacks uh, in the NFL. The two highest quarterbacks in the history of the NFL, who just happened to be black men, uh, decided to come together and show a little bit of unity. They just know, locked arms. They just man. locked arms. When the flag wasn't waving, the anthem wasn't playing. Like, niggas just locked arms. Like, this ain't got at this point, get like, off the stage. For real, let's stop. Let's not sugarcoat it. This ain't got shit to do with the flag. This just got shit to do with wanting equality for black people. That's just it, plain and simple. Y'all don't give a fuck about that pl- flag. You just don't want me to have the same, same standards and ways of living that you got. Hey, fam, don't you niggas get up here and ask for anything for black people? <laughs> boo, nigga, boo. Like we don't care. We don't give a fuck what it is. You want and I bet if, and I bet if you can have fans at any NBA games, niggas will be booing them Black Lives Matters t shirts. <laughs> them niggas is probably happy they ain't got no fans. <laughs> they would be booing Black Lives Matter because niggas White Lives Matter. And listen, dog, it's a fucking fire going on in California right now. I'm like Detroit Forest Matter. Or dog, I mean Dog First of all, twenty t- I don't never. I hope that we don't never look at 2020 back as like the good old days. Could be because man, it's a lot of shit. California's fucking burning. It's been burning for days. But you know, for days. But you heard why though? Please, please tell me. Why. Oh shit! Is so, it a conspiracy behind? No, it? it's confirmed fact on videotape. The fucking fire started because an idiot had a gender reveal and threw a smoke grenade. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw some smoke, one of the little pink smoke shits and start the fucking fire. Over 7,000 7, acres and shit that burnt. That was a day ago, so who knows what this because you motherfuckers want to do this dumbass shit with them dumbass babies. <laughs> uh, talk about got a gender reveal. Like, nobody give a fuck. If I you ne- had a boy, we're going to be happy. If you had a girl, they're going to be happy. It's fucking stupid. I never had a gender reveal. I I, I don't know what that experience surprise, is like. Surprise, Maury. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want a surprise when I when I went to the appointment. I went to fucking find out what I was having. Like, oh, don't don't surprise me. Tell me now. It's stupid. Tell me now. Like, who started this shit? And why can't we stop it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's now it's a thing. Like, no, just stop this shit, man. Because because it's because it's a movement now. Like, fuck. You want gender reveal, baby shower. You know, 
I've seen like a after shower after the baby I is born. COVID would get rid of this shit. <laughs> like after COVID, y'all niggas now, stay the fuck home. COVID just make make it where I can sit outside with balloons around me and y'all drive past. So now you can't touch my baby. You can just look at me, hold it. I'm not doing like, it. <laughs> like you just got the bitch on display. Niggas gonna find out I got a kid at his eighteen <laughs> at his graduation. <laughs> like so, my son's just graduated. Yeah, what? You put a little podium up and you put the baby in the car seat. You just let people like look at it while you cool over your baby and you keep driving no, and honk. Man. No, <laughs> honk at the baby. That shit crazy. <laughs> uh, white folks is crazy. Um, not all of them, but most of y'all. Uh, Cause y'all was born for no fucking reason. Uh, no, they was born for a reason. Why the fuck was they in the stands? Because you can have some fans. Like certain, I just thought about that. I think they're going to allow fans a forward field, but they're only going to let like a third of the stadium be full so they can recognize social distancing. Still. That's dumb shit. So it's like fit, instead of like 50,000, it'd be like 15. And guess what? When it's time to go, all y'all niggas got to squeeze into uh, a little fucking... No, like, man. You're going to you're gonna have to let people go in sections. You waiting? <laughs> For your section to be caught? Maybe I'm going to leave a little early. All right, how do you, you know get what I'm in? Saying? How you get in? <laughs> what do you mean? Through the front gate. Through the gate. Through the ticket. When you next to mo- the most people you next to is getting in that <laughs> motherfucker. Spread them out six feet apart. Spread everybody out. That's niggas, all you can do. Niggas going to be lined up from uh, four field to cast tech. <laughs> <laughs> six feet apart, dog. It's not happening. That's only two miles. That's only two miles. They gonna they gonna spread them apart, man. No, it's not happening, dog. <laughs> it, it will. Corona is real, man. It will. It's not as deadly, <laughs> but that shit real. You know what I really think, man? And it's probably not the popular thing to say. They should just stop. Like this year shouldn't just be no more sports. Just stop. Just stop. Stop trying to live in the bubble. Stop. Try, like just stop. No sports for this year. We try again next year. I'm cool with it. And I understand it might be high school seniors might be affected or cut like I I get it. I did watch Serena last night. Dominate. Yeah, she was losing. <laughs> she was losing. She got she had her ankle or some shit. I don't know if she won last night because I fell asleep, but uh, she was down two sets. I was watching a little bit of the LeBron's ball last night. Boy, Serena, dog, it's a lot on screen. It's a lot. It's a lot on screen. A lot of what? It's a lot of ass on screen. Oh, okay. <laughs> they it's kept, probably even more in real life. Look, they kept showing her husband and shit. I'm like, this nigga don't know. He don't understand what he got. <laughs> like, he, don't, he do not understand nah, what's he, going he on. He understand more than the rest of us know. Now, you know what's funny, though? Uh, and I thought about this last night as I'm watching Serena. Uh, the the game I was watching, she did. She was trying, she was trying to come back and get off on this lady. I was watching Serena and Venus and Serena as a as a child, like in my original home, in my original room that like my when my parents like, fam, I'm grown as fuck and she's still dominating. But they was young as hell, too. But dominating. Yeah. Young as hell. Fam, it's been over 20 years. Who the fuck does that? You know, it's a recipe. And like in what sport? It's a recipe for if you want to have your kids dominate. You got to be a maniacal ass parent. You you really got to be like about your kids and they shit like it ain't like that. Know. That's your job. I don't know. Joe man. Jackson, uh, fucking. But you, but you got to think it's the exception. Richard to Williams, uh, and shout out to Will Smith who's playing him in the movie. Um, but that's gonna be intense, definitely. Um, but Kobe, anomaly. His dad wasn't on him like that. Nigga, dad, wasn't, <laughs> he was in Italy. You know what I'm saying? Like some some people just got it. 
Now with them two, it was daddy. You know what I'm saying on them, but Lamar ba- Lavar Ball, that nigga's crazy. That nigga crazy <laughs> like a fox. <laughs> and if and if Melo end up being a lottery pick, we ain't ne- Lavar ain't never getting off the TV. I, I love him though. I hope he don't get picked up till eight. Man, I hope the Pistons pick that nigga up, man. At eight. <laughs> God, I hope the Pistons pick up LaMelo Ball. I'd be so happy. Yeah, man. I really would. But um, I forget what we was just talking he gonna about. He's going to be all over the clubs, though. He's going to be at Views. Who? He's not going to fucking Views. This nigga been rich his whole life. He's not taking his rich ass to Views. He'd be, he be a young nigga in the city. It's a lot of pretty girls in Detroit, LaMelo. It's a lot of pretty girls. You should meet some of them. I think he'd be all right, man. Man, if I was young and rich, I want, where they at? Where the honeys at? Young and rich, nigga. <laughs> I didn't have to be young <laughs> and rich, nigga. I I'm was just, just young. A, I was just giving it an excuse. I, I mean, was just young. Shit. I was just giving it an excuse. But you know they're going to have a LaMelo Ball Cabaret to welcome that nigga into the city. Uh, <laughs> he going to do a walkthrough. This is not 1999. <laughs> he going to do a walkthrough. <laughs> Anybody having cabarets like At that. the Panthe. There is nobody under 40 he, having a cabaret. Lame, Lame, welcome to Detroit at the Panthe. Tell me that bitch wouldn't smack out or put him at truth. Truth. Never. Smack city. I smack bet city. money. There is not a nigga underneath 38 years old who's having a cabaret. <laughs> they don't even know what the word means. They just have a, they call They're it like, a kickback. A kickback. A welcome welcome to the city. They figure it out. Put it at truth. Let that nigga do a walkthrough. 50, 50 strippers on stage. Like, nigga, let, you know, get a big name DJ. That shit was smack the fuck out. $200 a table. I don't think niggas care like that. I think they I think they would come out in droves. Let Sada perform two songs, too. No. No. <laughs> you see what the fuck happened to Seven Mile Dre? He started hanging with niggas and he wanted to quit basketball and be a rapper. That nigga literally wants to, he wanted to quit basketball and be a rapper. You seen his videos? Yes, I have. And when you're, again, when you introduce one thing to people, it's hard for them to take you seriously or something. <laughs> Especially when you. Uh, I can't even say that shit with a straight a face. Fucking dad the video, the videos is dumpster juice. <laughs> them songs is terrible. Man, them songs is fucking terrible, nigga. Stop. This Stop. Nigga, yeah. He got a lot of yes men around him. Somebody should have told him, like, nigga, after that one song, like, dog, this is a terrible idea. I'm not bullshit. He legit wanted to stop bas- playing basketball and be a full time rapper. No, Andre Drummond. Go the fuck. Where the fuck he yelling at? Uh, fuck. I don't fucking know. I thought he would. He in Cleveland. He well, in Cleveland. Too bad. <laughs> Mistake by the lake twice. <laughs> All right, man. Let's start getting to some. Uh, <laughs> it's a wild ass fucking week, dog. Headlines was crazy. Uh, I don't know which which one of these shits to start with. Uh, hmm. Speaking of Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> uh, speaking of brown, <laughs> so I shits on the bitch. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> you know what? That is so <laughs> acropole. <laughs> Let me go. Uh, and we talked about this album earlier today too. Not yeah, man. Right. <laughs> so she asked me to take a shits on her. Uh, all right. What song was that? It was an interlude. But what? In front of what? Nasty boy? Yeah. Uh, I remember I met this one bitch. Cause you know me, I don't feel I'm the nasty motherfucker. 
I just thought I thought I done did everything in the world. Yeah. I mean, since one bitch, I comes up in the spot or whatever. The bitch got the candles lit or whatever. So she telling me whatever she wanna get a freak on or whatever. So I'm like, what's up? What you want? I'm saying I'm gonna wear it out or whatever. The bitch told me she wanted me to shit on her. Great shot. Like, what you mean? I might shit on you after I hit it. I won't call you no more. Shit on you like that. Talk about no. She want me to cock over her and shit on her stomach. I said, bitch, what the, what the fuck? What the fuck I'm supposed to do after, after I shit on? I'm supposed to hit that after that? This is wild out. So, boy, after I shit on the bitch. <laughs> Shout out to the notorious <laughs> B.I.G. Uh, so, one, I don't think this shit real. Uh, I'll just say that. Um, because some ran- them three random white girls don't get online and they say weird shit for their podcast to get ratings. Uh, I'm not going to act like this shit is like fact, but I'm going to act like this shit is content for the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Since it's content for the pod, uh, she say... Um, he sent her a message saying, send me a video of you taking a shit. And she was on the toilet with her camera. She said she made it look sexy. I don't know how you can make that look sexy, but let's continue. She, she showed her, <laughs> she showed her, she took a video of herself, um, shitting in the toilet and sent it to him. And she came out and wanted, he wanted to get shit on. Look, man. If it's among two consenting adults, I don't, I don't have no problem with going on behind closed doors. If y'all both consented to it, everybody has their different kink. Now that ain't it's a little different, isn't it? That ain't that ain't my you know that ain't my flavor of Kool Aid. What I mean, if it's amongst two consenting adults, I mean shit happens. That's you know niggas just in what they into. Sometimes people like to get peed on. Maybe they. You know, you you like to be put on a dog chain and walked around the room and be called a fat bitch. I mean, God everybody. Is not, God is not pleased. Okay, God is not pleased. This is between uh, me and this young lady. That's the look, man. Everybody's allowed their kinks. You probably you probably into some like no, out the way I'm, freak I'm, shit. But I mean, not, 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 if you and her agree on it, then you know who am I to judge? That's how Corona started. <laughs> Niggas copping a squat over motherfuckers and shitting on them. Is that why yeah. the top of his hair already is brown? You know, if, <laughs> if you heard some baby diapers and some cucumbers end up in a compromising situation. Anybody long, ever ask you to do that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't really want to answer these <laughs> type of questions. Nigga, if somebody asked you to do that or not, I ain't say, did you do it? Has anybody ever asked you to do that? Not shit. Somebody asked you to pee on them? Yeah. <laughs> we'll just so leave, listen, let's uh, just leave that there. Uh, so after you peed on <laughs> God was hey, not man, pleased. Dog. God was I'm not, not saying yeah or nay. I'm not saying yeah or nay. Yo, yo, if if you was on a date with a young lady and she mentioned that somebody peed on her before, <laughs> is that a good or bad first date? I'm probably gonna raise my eyebrow because I feel like she in the she might be, you know, willing to do things that I'm into. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I ain't judging. We all got a pass. Man, this old lady. Uh, we was all somebody's hoe. I wasn't nobody's <laughs> toilet. <laughs> and I, I, I'm never going to be but nobody's every, toilet. Everybody nigga. been somebody's hoe. That's all I'm saying. Not a porta potty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
That's not the same. That's what I'm saying. It, it may not be that, but it may be some other shit, some other nasty shit that you might be into that you know people might kind of turn the nose to. Okay, let's 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 inquire. <laughs> I don't need to have now, now, Dame. You you got a um, you got a new dog, don't you? Yeah. How old is his dog? Oh man, I don't I don't want to. I want to. He he just over a year. Over I don't want to play, man, because I know where this going. You love your dog. <laughs> I mean, I'm fond of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you said, people may be into certain <laughs> shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm fond of them. So, uh, has your dog been mated? <laughs> no, nah, he in heat right now, though. He he ready. So, if there's no bitches around <laughs> and he's in heat and he's ready, how does you how do you like how you handle that dog? I take him outside. I hook him up to his little his little chain and let him let him hash it out for a little bit. I don't. I, I can't. I can't help him in no other way. He just got to get it. He just got to get it out of his system. Would you ever help the dog get it out of his system, Dame? <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. Well, I mean, the only reason I'm asking these questions is because you know, uh, some documents that came out, and then some videos and audio has surfaced that apparently Joe Buttons, you know, he's a big dog lover, and when the dog was pent up sexually, he jacked the dog off to because um, wasn't no bitches around. Mm. Uh, I mean, everybody love their dogs. You feel me? I don't, I don't uh, love my dog that much, man. And I read that shit on. I'm like, yo, this kind of like, come on, fam. Like, I don't. I'm just not gonna believe anything because just because you put that shit on the internet and then the video of. Let me, let me, let me. I, let, let me, I, I didn't know it was video, but I'm not even interested. It's showing him, or he just saying it. Uh, you got on that drug dealer gold chain again. Basie, it's okay. My God, right? I'm sorry. It's a girl. We're just using slurs. Don't worry about it. Why do I always want to make the dog feel good by playing with their fucking privates? Stop raping see, my that, dog. That's how I know that he's not a real animal uh, lover. Because I don't play with my pets. Anybody with a pet. You come on, you did a little something down there, man. Made your dog feel good. <laughs> oh, no, I've never. Oh, whoa! I I'm, didn't know he came out. And, oh, I mean, I didn't know there was video I'm, and was audio. On, that was on his spot. You know, he. You know, he did I didn't listen. Something. I didn't listen to it this week. I just kind of heard old footage. But okay, this definitely was not on my radar when it first hit. Uh, you did a little something to your dog in private to make him feel good. I can't say that uh, me, me and the dog have ever explored that type of territory with one another. Hey man, um, I'm not looking, not looking to try to. I, I mean, I don't have a dog. Uh, I might not get one now. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the type of pressure I want. Like yo, uh, that's wow, right? Yeah, that's that's that's. Like why would? <laughs> why you, why are you talking your, about that? Why would you jack your dog off? I, I, like that's that's wild. I would. I can't think of one damn reason why I would. Man. I mean, you you clearly not a dog lover. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're clearly not a dog lover. I guess uh, I'm not. Uh, this this wow. So it's been a re- it's been a pretty interesting week or two uh, for Joe. You know, he was on this pod a couple weeks ago talking about his uh his uh his deal with Spotify and it's coming to an end and the whole nine yards or whatever. And um it's two different ways we're gonna handle that. But one of the things uh because he's leaving Spotify, it just seemed like a bunch of bad news was coming out about him. You think it's a smear campaign? 
who knows? But the first thing came. Is that out, what you're insinuating? I literally, who knows? I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not saying. I'm just putting it out there. and We talk about it. The first one was to hear he come out. You know, hey, nigga used to beat. Well, she never said he did anything, but she insinuated, um, and she mixed up different shit. She was like, "Yo, dealing with him, um, I had a broken nose from a punch in the face," and so she insinuated that. But in real life. A nigga not na- named not Joe Button punched her in the face at a bar, and she called him. But since that happened while they were together, it's my fault. She was like, "Yeah, he didn't like his music. It was some, it's some whack shit." You know what I'm saying? But like, you insinuated different things to make him look bad. It was like, "Yo, why this shit coming out the week after I announced my Spotify shit?" You know, I'm like, "Okay, that's interesting." And then like, there's like a, a leak phone call where. Him and Sin, you know what I'm saying? Uh, then this <laughs> this weird ass dog shit. Like I saw yo. Sin kind of venting on her own video. Yeah, too. Apparently, you know, a friend of theirs uh, leaked the audio, and she said she never wanted that to come out. And you know, it was also another like in the video with the with the dog shit, right? She was like, uh, I guess she was saying that, and this I'm not saying this as this is a bad thing because this is what parents do sometimes but i guess she got a problem with him kissing um his son in the mouth you know what i'm saying so that was in some of the little court paperwork as well as um the dog stuff and they were she i guess how it was worded like using these um as examples of why he is not responsible enough to it's like some paternity shit you know what i'm saying so that was the picture and then some later some audio came out so apparently you know a mutual friend uh, I guess Rocky Thunder um, because they've been beefing back and forth um, this week and Joe said it was her so um, their words not mine so it's a whole bunch of stuff going on right and didn't know it was that detail yeah it's a, it's a, it's been a lot of shit that's going on um, since so some people are saying yo this is a smear campaign and just because you know, Joe's about to buy Spotify. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's how Even though he wasn't. <laughs> you know. But yeah. I know that's the one you place you start playing telephone with the story, end up being something that it yeah. wasn't. You know, Bill Cosby buying NBC, Joe Budden buying Spotify, you All know right. what I'm saying? The whole nine yards. Um I do want to talk about the Spotify deal and um the conversation he had, comments that Charlemagne made, and then the follow up podcast that uh Joe went on. And um, Charlemagne's announcement of a, a, a venture that he's working on this week. Um, hmm. So Joe was like, "Yo, Spotify deal was bad. Thought we was going. Well, I won't say it was bad. They thought it was going to be something. It was going to be different. Kind of said, "Yo, well, we did this shit for the numbers. So now we got the numbers, the whole nine yards. But like, we couldn't take a vacation." And niggas gave us some used Rolexes and paid all these people millions of dollars. And, you know, you you not really sharing what we thought we was going to get a raise year or two. Um, some shit we, we put out in our contract as far as if you're number one for X amount of time frame, we get $500,000 bonus. And that shit never happened. And then y'all kind of like, he said, yo, they switched the numbers, the whole nine yards. Essentially, you know, did a whole podcast, a good hour, hour and a half, you know, breaking down the deal and the whole nine yards or whatever. So that went out and uh, independent, the whole nine yards. 
So Charlemagne had mentioned something on the Breakfast Club, like, like, yo, uh, if it's always a deal or issue with the contract, maybe it's not the, com- the company, maybe it's the person signing the contract. You gotta, you can know your worth, but how how does that help? Because hey, you had an issue with the contract at, over at Shady Records. You know what I'm saying? Went on a whole little thing about the podcast. Had an issue with the contract over Def at Jam. at clearly Def Jam. Had at Complex when you left. You know uh, the show we had with Academics. You know what I'm saying? One page you, and then you went to Spotify, and then you had an issue with the contract. And what's you know what's what's in there? So it was like, yo. So he he followed That's back. That's a very valid point, though. It is. People didn't like it because. Nobody likes being caught out on their own shit. Yeah, they wanted Charlemagne to say it nicer or, you know what I'm saying, they got this fake imaginary beef. They're really cool and friends, but they got this this shit going on. Well, it's a little spicy now. <laughs> so he came back the next week. What is this podcast beef? Like niggas just talking about each other? No. So the next week he come through and had to explain himself like, yo, Charlemagne, uh, I should have to explain this to you. We having a different fights and this and that and this and that and this is what we trying to do and we trying to do. And then this week, Charlemagne introduced the Black Effect Podcast Network. That's going like, to be big. That's going to be big. Humongous. 18 different things. A 50-50 um, partnership with iHeartMedia. Like I own 50% of this. You know what I'm saying? So all the things that you were saying that you wanted to do and wanted this and he called Charlemagne a worker. You've been working for iHeart for 10 years. You don't own nothing. You ain't putting up the money. What kind of splits is you going to get? So a week or so later, I dropped this whole fucking network showing, nigga, I'm out here doing something in real life. Yeah. Besides the, the, the work, the relationship paid off. Yeah. Um, and now we got Pepsi, which is a large sponsor that's going to be adding revenue dollars. And then you got iHeart Media who's going to be. So it's a it's a giant deal. Um, it's like not no mom and pop deal. Like this shit is no, this shit is, is huge. This is a huge fucking deal, right? Yeah. Um. So then there was like a a split divide. We're like, okay, well that shit sound good on a podcast, and like, yo, we here for the we here for the people. We trying to set precedent. Well, if I go out there as an independent, so to speak, and make a deal with iHeartMedia, fifty fifty. That does set a precedent. Nigga, we got to start with half now. Like, nigga, I got half of the money. And I get full creative control. And, like, it is a two-way street, right? That's the marketplace. It's a two-way street. You need, we need talent. You need reach. You need a certain level of talent also. Yeah, we need a certain level of talent with ears and listeners. But in order for you to do what you need to do, we got to put some money up. And a brand of word is the whole nine yards. So it's like a two-way street. And sometimes people don't realize that shit work, you know what I'm saying, both ways. It's, yeah, it's got it's business. It should be beneficial to both parties. So I was having conversations with a couple of people. And my issue um, or my concerns or my questions with Joe and why he think he should get so much money is a fundamental, in my opinion, a flaw in his argument is because he say, yo, I've been number one for all these weeks, all these months and new years and blah, blah, blah. I said, that's cool. But what does that mean for Spotify? Cause your show is on a free platform. I download Spotify to listen to the pod. I don't pay for Spotify. 
I listen to the podcast and then I close the fucking app. He don't put ads in his shows. So the company not making money off of advertising revenue, revenue right? Mm-hmm. So if you got millions and millions of people who turn it into you weekly, monthly, yearly, if I can't make no money off of them, where is your value? But but maybe you may not be making money off of them on the Joe Button podcast level. Say he what Joe doing like three hundred thousand a week, something probably well, over a million. Okay, so Joe, my bad, I I wasn't trying to diminish it. So yeah. Joe doing over a million a week. Even if you don't keep those million people tuned in to that podcast for those advertisements, it's gonna be some trickle down, like. If you get a hundred thousand that just stick around and say, I'm gonna try out a different podcast on Spotify that does play commercials, I mean that's still an extra hundred thousand more listeners over the course of, you know, I guess the the two years, just just, you know, kinda kinda giving it a figure. So I mean, you still are benefiting in other that's ways. A, that's a hypothetical though. When we talk about numbers and you want a contract, no, nigga, I I need to know that. Um, no, no, I'm saying that's in the that's in the favor of Spotify, not for Joe at all. Yeah, so I'm like, your argument and your leverage has to be with like, yo, we ran this particular ad and we saw particular, yo, we said use the code JBP and X amount of people actually did that, or X amount of people went to this website after we ran. Like, there's concrete data, so now I can use your million streams and generate revenue and now because i'm generating revenue direct revenue i can tie directly to you like your value becomes greater yeah because right now i can't say you don't have value because a lot of people tuning in but i'm not i didn't pay i didn't give spotify a damn dime i don't listen to no no commercials on there it's a three-hour podcast i'm just thinking it's got to be some trickle down that benefits spotify in some type of way like just having him there well what's having the name i gave you the money up front and uh, you came over because you was a hot podcast and then based on that i was able to bring other podcasts in so when bill simmons comes over there when all these different people come over there they got ads on their podcast they may not do as many they may not do a million a week right but I got to add and people watching Bill Simmons. Okay. I'm, I'm average age. I have a, um, the people who listen to this podcast got money and who would actually spend it. You know what I'm saying? You're, 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 you're a young millennial kid yeah. who listening to the JBP. I'm what I'm going to buy. You know what I'm saying? But no, Fans. when, when, when it's a fucking for for a Viagra ad running on fucking Bill Simmons podcast about whatever on the ringer network, Yo, somebody might actually use that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like the com- I will now invest more money in Spotify because I know my ads, I can target my ad to a certain demographic, right? Okay. But if you never put ads or anything in your product, how do I know it's valuable? You know what I'm saying? It's like don't I don't want don't pay me in exposure, pay me in actual dollars. Now that's, I'm not saying it, that It's hard for you to have an argument. Yeah, like Boom, you got data as far as how many people listen to you. Now, what do you leverage that against? Like, what is it like? All right, not once I got all my people here, I want y'all to buy something. Buy a fucking Joe Button shirt or something. Like, where's the, you know what I'm saying? Like, buy something from me. But if you want me to give you $250 million, like we gave, um, or Joe Rogan? No, um, uh, 
Bill Simmons for the Ringer. You know what okay. I'm saying? That's whole network. Like we bought, they bought some networks and gave like lots of money. You know what I'm saying? So how do I get my money back? If I give you a hundred million dollars, how do I get my money back? Like how do I know for sure that the hundred million that I gave you, I'm gonna make I made back million. because of you. Not no trickle down with maybe if people listening, because I listen, I listen to podcasts on Apple Music. I mean, on, on Apple Podcasts. The only reason I go to Spotify is for that one podcast, and then I'm going back to my regular shit because it's be- built in my phone. Like I'm using that. You know what I'm saying? You look at our numbers, nigga, 98% of the people listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It just is what it is. It's easy. It ain't about a better or whatever. It's just built into your phone. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. people who listen to this, Spotify podcast are people who pay for Spotify for music. I don't pay for Spotify for music. I never did. I use Apple Music. Why would I pay? I don't pay Spotify. You know I mean, what I'm saying? I, I guess it's just a preferred platform. If you pay for Title, you, I'm not paying for Title and Spotify just to listen to a podcast I can listen to for free. I don't have to pay money. You on a free tier? His podcast on a free tier. Why would I pay money? So there used to be a sign up. If you sign up for Spotify under the Joe Button podcast, boom, we know that you came from Joe. But nigga, I don't need to pay to listen to you. <laughs> like, what's the use of paying the di- of putting in a discount code and it's already free? Yeah. So I'm 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 100 sure that some people got to the app and was listening to it and may have clicked around and hit a, a ad or some shit. But fam, that's not a like I can't 100 percent yeah. say. Based on Joe Button's podcast, or ba- forget Joe Button, based on insert this podcast, I know X amount of revenue came from them this month, and I can count on it for the next 12 months. I get this ex- example all the time, right? We's working at Comcast and shit, right? So I know for a fact that if we throw out 50,000 mailers in the mail, right. based on 50,000 pieces of uh, paper that we send out in the mail, we're going to get 12,000 phone calls. Based off of 12,000 phone calls, I know 10,000 of those phone calls are going to be answered. And based on 10,000 phone calls answered, I know you got a, a triple play sell-in for 40%, right? Right. And so 40% of that shit is going to get a triple play. That's a TV, internet, and a phone. And I know for a fact that we got a, we used to have a, a ARPU, average revenue per unit, which was $140. Yeah. Before you even keep working there, you got to have 40% of your calls got to be all three products, and they got to be at least $140. Right. So based off of, and we take that. So based off of those 8,000 calls, 40% of them going to get installed. And we know after the install, a certain amount of percentage are never going to actually get installed. We're going to schedule you, but like say 6% of y'all never go through with the install. And then we know how many drop off after 30 days, after 60 days, after 90 days. So it's definite data. It's definite data that I, that that this is a business that we worked in for years. Right. Yeah. So I know for a fact by me sending out 50,000 mailers, I can tell you how much money I'm going to make six months from now based off of me just throwing out a flyer. So if I don't have that data from any podcast, like, listen, if I can get a million listeners, I know how many people going to listen to this. How many people react to an ad? Okay, based on that particular ad, how much money is going to... Like, you can calculate that shit, but I need the data for it, right? So he said they offered them niggas more money than they would ever seen before, but they wanted more. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mad at it. I want the whole bag too. 
but they wanted to be able to put ads um, in their shows and in a back catalog because we got to make our money back, fam. Like, it's not just I'm the talent. Give me all the money. You should be happy I'm here. We are happy you're here, but nigga, it's a business. The only reason we got this shit is because I want to make money. Yeah. So with an iHeart deal with all these different podcasts, you have a bunch of different podcasts and different demographics, not just one, a bunch of ones, different demographics. So I got different advertising partners that I can put in different places and I can actually start running shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's two different schools of thought about who was right, who was wrong or whatnot. I don't think either of them are wrong, but like sometimes what we think is the right way or like everybody got different routes to get to to get to a certain place but like fam it's a two-way street uh it it just comes down very simpler than that it's just business it's just business you want to make money so do we and let's just find an agreement that we can both that we can mutually agree on maybe you can negotiate a little bit more than what you know initially came to the table but we're gonna find a mutually beneficial agreement and we're gonna move forward Okay, you wanted this? That's fine. I want this in return, and I'm going to get it. Why do you think people want ownership? Ownership is freedom. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's the freedom to, like, this is mine. I can take this somewhere else and still make money with it. You don't own the rights to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's my branding. Yeah. Because we see it all the time. Niggas sign away, like, especially with deals now, these 360s, they got your hand in your pocket with everything. They own your name. They own. I'm cool with 360. I think it's a good idea. I think if you are. For the business. Okay. Because I think if, like, you are artist, it's probably in, in your most benefit just to build up your own name and your own buzz. And you can you can make a comfortable living off of that. You don't need the label. Or if you get in, if you get into business with the label, it's a partnership. It's not you signing the artist deal. I think those things don't make any sense. You have to leverage Depends on artists because does. everybody can't get hot on themselves. No, no. Every, it, the independent route is not for everybody, and I don't want to just paint like it's the yellow brick road. Like that's that's pro, that's like thugging it the fuck out. But like if you can make it work for you, it's going to be beneficial. Now, if you can't make it work for you, most people you can't. Be, it's a million niggas that you know rap. It's a million niggas that send us music to put on our pod. Like nigga, I don't got the your music playing on this podcast is not about to get you the deal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, you know what, man? I, before it's all said and done, I love to be able to say like we broke an artist. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like somebody came because <laughs> niggas sent me music all the time too, and I don't mean to be rude, but like, dog, I can't. Well, I won't say this. I mean, I'm not so gonna I'll say I can't it. do shit with it, but like, I don't, I don't know because I don't know who all, I don't know who all listens to this show. So me playing it here, it literally could get you the deal. So I won't say that. But it's so many niggas rapping. And dropping links on like fam, what are your options when you're an independent artist? You 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 gonna you going you you're not hand in hand in your shit, right? Because you 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 doing your shit through digital streaming, right? You putting your links everywhere. Yeah. So, you damn near spamming. Yeah. So you can either Or do you that, are spamming. You either spamming, I'm never gonna re- read that shit if I'm insert company here. Or what if I sign with this company who literally got me <laughs> where I needed to be? Or Jay, let me use your theory. You could use like the like the Comcast shit was spamming. I know if I send out 200,000 spam emails, I know 20% of these niggas going to click and listen. How like, do you think the Nigerians get off? 
I probably they probably send out four hundred emails an hour. <laughs> Only need is one grandma to click in. And <laughs> I work at a financial institution. They do this you shit see it all, the, all time. the time. Literally, you see that, that scam shit? business like the nineties. Did you see the scam on the uh, the news? The lady uh. Got scammed 30, the, for thirty thousand with Best Buy. Yeah. yeah, man, I saw that shit. All I need is one. <laughs> that one lick. What if that was the only one you did all month? You send out, you send them emails out all month, and you need that one lick, and you just came up with thirty thousand dollars. Now you done made thirty thousand that month. Like, is that? <laughs> I mean, but the chance you on you the, on. But the chances of you regular mixtape rapper or whatever of you just keep. Churn out this fucking music, yo. One of these gonna catch on, or I sign to a, a, a company like Sony and they drop my shit. And they introduce you, or I, well now because I sign with this major label. When I go into Apple Music and I go to listen now, it's on the fucking uh this fucking playlist now. So now everybody didn't heard your shit because it's on Rap Life playlist. That's the very first playlist when all the new rap songs come out. Shit I ain't never heard before. It's right there. The motherfuckers ain't spamming nobody. Everybody, that's not, I'm not saying that everybody go sign a deal or whatever, but don't, listen, I was listening to, I, I put a clip up a couple years ago, me and James was out there taking pictures and video, and we just talking shit and playing around, and I was like, don't let nobody motivate your ass to do nothing fucking stupid and shit, like, yo, you be your own boss, you should quit your job, and now your ass is out here broke and on the street homeless. That shit sound good to a lot of... It, it sound really good, but that shit not for everybody. It's the Ponzi scheme. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not for everybody. It's Primerica. Guess what? Every nigga who got jerked on their first deal, who is still a millionaire, who after their first deal was over and now they got their shit together, I am bet you they glad they signed that first deal. Because it got them in the dough. Nigga, you was broke as fuck. I just gave you $2 million. 100%. I made $100 million. You only got two. That's fucked up. <laughs> but guess what? It's business. Your ass wasn't going to never make $2 million before this shit, dog. It was mutually beneficial at it the time. Is. <laughs> it is. It is 100%. We could always, hindsight is always twenty twenty. It made me think about Megan and her, like, barking about the deal that she said that she had that was so bad. But, like, when Carl, Carl Crawford really put them numbers out there, like, uh, Nigga, nah, this I didn't is make a- no money yet. <laughs> like, so the artists think they the shit. Cause you the you you the talent, right? And you create and everything like that. But fam, it costs money, dog. It costs money to keep this motherfucking studio open, dog. It really do. You the gotta lights. pay producers, engineers, stylists. Nigga, this podcast studio. Nigga, the rent went up in May <laughs> during COVID. I ain't get no fucking uh They ain't give a fuck about that rent. <laughs> they just said pay it. Pay it. It wasn't no COVID discount, nigga. This shit went up. The lights gotta stay on. Internet gotta stay on. Microphone, like, nigga, this shit costs money whether somebody in this motherfucker or not. So when you the rapper guy and you want actual quality music and you want to come out your basement, nigga, that studio's $700 an hour. I know you feel like, yo, I just made you niggas extra amount of million dollars. Yo, when niggas try to recoup. You know, I, I'll i say say this. I remember being in a few bad boy sessions because I had a homie that was blessed to be a writer on bad boy it wouldn't be shit for the studio to be three thousand dollars a day and we and we order in takeout for you know another six seven hundred paying for that shit dog and because you know nigga i'm a rap star nigga i work for this label yes nigga all that champagne you popping is coming <laughs> no, no, out no, of no. your budget you said it the right way i work for this label like i'm not we not friends i work for this label 
niggas expect the label to put you in position to make you a lot of money and they take nothing. Nigga, I take all the fucking risks. What if you didn't pop? You know what I mean? Niggas who don't pop, I put all this fucking money and marketing dollars and everything and your Dude. shit ain't good. <laughs> Dude. So. Just a frisbee. I say that to say this, right? I know, I mean, we've been doing this shit for four years. You know what I'm saying? I know what the numbers look like year over year over year over year. I see that shit increasing. I see that shit steady. I see I ain't put I don't put all a bunch of fucking shop talk promo over the last couple months because I did this shit on purpose. I want who listening without me dropping a tag, without me dropping an Instagram post, without me tweeting something out. Who listening? And the numbers is relatively the same. So I'm like, okay, well, guess what? Maybe that's not the type of the market I want. I don't want to market to the people who are already listening. Cause now I'm just wasting my fucking time. So now let's put some money in different markets. Oh shit, niggas is fucking with us in Maryland. Okay, let me start doing some targeted Instagram ads or Facebook ads in Maryland. You know what I'm saying? Like you would probably be best if you're not trying to sign no deal or whatever, is targeting your targeting your audience for who fuck with you. But in order to do that, you got that, like you got to have the data to know who fuck with you. And if you never put nothing out to collect actual data on like I know who listened to us, right? But if I don't never try to sell them nothing, what does that do? What does that mean for me? It don't mean nothing to me. Like in the sales world, you can tell a nigga that you got something for sale. You know, we got this um, new such and such for twenty nine ninety nine. No, I'm straight. Uh, yeah, I'm straight. You got to sell it to him. You ain't never asked me. You told me about it, nigga. No, ask for the sale. Ask if you want this. Don't don't. Don't number me to death. You got to hear. So now that you got all the people, what would you like to sell them? Because if you're not selling them, the whole point of radio is to sell ads. What type of ads would you run on a Joe Button show? I don't fucking know. Back in the day, it was uh, the sports betting shit. What was that? Uh, remember that shit was all... Uh, what was them fucking... I, I don't remember. DraftKings. Yeah, and yeah. The, before the bitches got shut down. But... I don't know. I hear I hear ads on a lot of different shit. Now I'm just saying just for that specific podcast. I mean, do you, you sell the 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 purchase level of the of Spotify? Like is that is that what you hustle to? So like what we do on um this week in culture when we drop 3-hour episodes and I look at our retention rates, you know what I'm saying? Into the third hour, we got 70, 80, 90% of the people still listening. Uh we do sponsor posts, you know what I'm saying, for our Blackberry letter and, and, and shit like that. Um, we ain't ran like no. I would really like to sit in one week on this week in culture and do a BlackBerry letter. Man, I, I wish we could do it on Shop Talk, but I mean that's y'all thing. You know what I'm saying? But we I do would ask the shop. I mean, it started ask nobody. <laughs> ask the shop don't never get as juicy and ridiculous <laughs> as the BlackBerry letter. Though. Uh, you know what I'm saying? The ask the shop is a thing. You know, hashtag ask the shop. So should we make it that like that ridiculous? We don't control what niggas send in. No, but the Blackberry letters has become its own animal. Yeah. And I just like to sit in and just like do one. Yeah, I'll let you know next time we, <laughs> yeah. uh, we get one. And just a ridiculous one. Man, listen, dog. Uh, there's value in a lot of things, and there's perceived value in a lot of things, right? Okay. Um, there's there's value in this studio. There's value in the uh, in the people who come here and record. And there's a lot of perceived value. Now, we not sure yet. Um, the reason I haven't made no uh, a podcast network, quote, uh, official podcast network is I don't got nothing to offer you right now. 
you're going to be signed up just to be down with the team, and I appreciate it. But you feel me? But I mean, the people that's already down with us, they, they already down. down with us. And they when, down. When, when shit get right, we fuck with them equally as they fuck with us. When shit get right, they we we down no matter what. <laughs> yeah. You know, feel me? But like, I don't want to start a quote unquote network for name only. No, it got to be something mutually beneficial, and it, it just can't be to help me because I can get a whole bunch of niggas to come up here and give you paperwork and say you can't record nowhere else and do all this shit. But like, nigga, what you getting out of it? Because I'm not I'm not paying you. <laughs> Thousands of free dollars. studio time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Free studio time. That could work, but you know this place got to keep the lights on too. So the the time that I would give you free studio time, I can have somebody in here paying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, I got some shit in the works where you know it's it's gonna be it's gonna be beneficial to some. You know what I mean? So I don't want to do shit for perceived value. Charlie gave I us some good advice I a while back. Real value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I guess all that to say this. Uh, whether on a Joe route, because uh, we don't know what his next move is, he gonna fuck around and yo, this is what I was really doing. I had this three point plan and this, this, and this, and uh, and more power to him. What Charlemagne doing? More power to him. It is two different routes, and they all trying to get to the same thing, which I would hope is the money and the freedom, uh, money and the artistic freedom. So, um, yeah, man. That's what I got on that shit. You know, shout out to the homie Detroit Charlie. He he putting a lot of a lot of energy behind his new artist, Die Reggie. And I like that joint that they got that uh hot and ready. I like that joint. Um like, I was pro- I was probably kinda late getting on board with that. I think I'm gonna make that my, that's gonna be my music pick for the week. Die Reggie, hot and ready. That's what's up. Okay. I fucks with it. Um I want to give a little pause before we talk about this my next subject because I don't want to seem like that's attached to Charlie or or that record. All right, that's enough time. Um, when niggas gonna do anything besides rap? <laughs> what do you mean? Like that's all I it's it's rap or what else? Some niggas some niggas now multi dimensional. Like this is what they good at doing. I'm saying without the music, like well, one some a lot of niggas not good at music. They're not good at this shit. Okay, but like, what else is there? It got to be something else that you, you act. You act. Maybe you get a gym shoe or a clothing deal. I'm talking about regular niggas who live here in the city of Detroit. I'm not talking <laughs> about you scam. You sell lean. I don't know. You you sell pit bulls. But we got to put. I guess your influencer. You you model for the pinnacle. Uh, you posted something earlier today, and it got me thinking. Uh, I'm about to play it. And uh, I sure I'm sure you agree because nigga you posted it. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, didn't tell these niggas they had to make money. They had to be hyper successful. They had to get all the attention. They would make the music that gets the most attention. That quote unquote makes the most money. You get what I'm saying? They would just make music. They will they they will figure out what they want to do and what they want to make. But will you you a nigga say he rap, nigga, okay, I want to see a Benz. Where's nigga, the chain? Where's a nigga could tell you yesterday, yeah, I'm about to start rapping. For sure, my nigga, where your car at? You eating, right? You a rapper, you gotta have this, you gotta have that. But like I said, that's why I be on niggas. Like cut niggas wanna call niggas artists, all this other shit. Shit, shut the fuck up. For black people in general, cut, we sell trauma. Every hot movie every tv show for the majority that's why atlanta was so fucking important and it has traumatic elements but sure. it's not just straight up nigga my life is trash 12 years of slave and that turner movie django moonlight 
let's keep it going. We can all name one right now. For black people, the, the black business is trauma. That's what we got. Keeping up with the Kardashians, all these other shows, they having a good time. It's reality TV just chilling. We ain't, we can't even have reality TV where niggas ain't trying to squabble. We selling trauma. So you expect a nigga to not perpetuate that when they trying to get out of a situation that they, you tell them that they ain't shit until they get out of it. Until a nigga got money, bro, majority of the time, the way we look at it, and the, I'm talking for the consensus, not everybody. The majority of people, just from what I've seen, is until you got some money, you ain't shit. Funny thing about it is niggas are so stupid. Niggas don't know where they come from and don't know we made everything. If all you can give me is money, like, nigga, fuck you. I can go find some money somewhere. But a lot of people don't feel like that. But you got to know your self-worth, your own importance. If we not, if we not solely motivated and we not tell each other, you got to get money, you got to get out. You got, you know, we tell, we tell these little girls they got to marry a rich motherfucker. We tell these little boys they got to be athletes. Like, if everything was so deeply rooted in attention and money, then I feel like we would be in a better place. Everybody's head would be better. And you could look at somebody who look like you, who is you, and not feel like shit because you look in the mirror and you appreciate yourself a little bit more. Uh, that was a, a a word, a sermon. Um, Vince Staples is a very sharp young man. I, I like to hear him talk. Facts. Um, I like was, to hear him talk, and they, he should be in front of a microphone a lot more often than he is. Yeah, and that was a, a it played as one, but that wasn't like a long stream of content. That was a couple different segments that was cut up. And he can fucking rap. One hundred percent. But like. I be feeling like this, dog. Like, so I, I hear a lot of fucking music, you know what I'm saying? But I be th- after I listen to it, I'm like, yo, why do you make this song? Like, what the, what did I get from this song? Oh, you got bitches, you got money, you got you 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 got. I a, got a Benz. You got a bit. I got like, a bust down Rolly. You swiped. You did this. Like, so you doing this shit because you love you love rapping, or are you looking for the attention? You want them like, yo, at some point, yo, do something else. Now, I'm not saying you do something else because I don't think you should make music if that's your your heart, your talent. But like. Yo, is this it? Yeah, for some people it is, man. Like, local fame is good enough for me. Local fame is good enough for me. I get a free bottle when I go on reviews, and they bring me my wings faster. I mean, that's good enough for me, man. That's horrible, dog. That's a, that's a, that's, that, that, that's a. They give me a couple dollars off when I go on the Strictly's. That's. That's a. a Or Al Wasam. That's, that's me. That's a sad existence. No, it's for somebody that's everything. That's, I make I make enough point. run I make <laughs> enough money off of rap to pay for my do they uh, to pay for my apartment, my Chrysler three hundred, and get a new album sign every winter. Niggas is niggas are selling drugs, doing illegal activities to fund a rap career that's never gonna go nowhere. Niggas are swiping and committing fraud, um, putting on gold <laughs> chains, using that SBA money and all this shit, and get killed for that shit. You know what I'm saying? And doing illegal shit to fund a rap career that you don't want to be a part of, that you do for only attention, and that you're not even good at for the fame. So what he was basically saying is you only that way because you've been programmed that way. Niggas told niggas then told us if you ain't got no money, you ain't shit. Your favorite rapper then told you that shit for 30 <laughs> years. If you ain't got no money, you ain't shit. Now he wanna Women be- don't want you. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But when you're trying to get money, everybody trying to kill you in them same rap songs. When you're trying to come up, niggas want to take you down. Man, your favorite rapper has told you you ain't been shit for 30 <laughs> years. And you love him for it, though. And now you strive to I do. be just like him. I do. Dog, it's, a, it's a weird, warped way. God is not pleased. Dog. God is not pleased. I want you dog. to stop using that, man. <laughs> That's the name of this episode. God is not pleased, dog. 
<laughs> this is a weird ass fucking like what this is a weird existence, dog. <laughs> you know, you know what what else I be seeing that be it's a weird shit? The that Twitter make everything gay for men to do. Nigga. <laughs> you watch I'm not comfortable with a man watching P Valley. P Valley's really not that good of a show. It's like not. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I've like I'm not gonna say I've kept up with the whole series because I I haven't. But like if it's on or I got the app on my phone and it's playing, if I happen to catch it. I I might watch it, but I mean, if I don't keep up with it, I don't give a fuck neither. So which one is it though? You feel me? Like so? All right, fine. Y'all say all black men is homophobic and they and, they, and it's violence towards gay and homosexuals, blah blah blah. But then you say y'all niggas shouldn't be watching P Valley because it's gay. So do you not want niggas to like? I, I saw somebody that that like men should be eating breakfast out out places. Uh, like man, I love breakfast. Bre- I love breakfast. Uh, I fucking love eating a toast. Fam, you, you can't you can't go to breakfast. I like uh, Parks and Rec. They got a good ass breakfast. You gay if you take a doggy bag. Like don't take your food home with you. Uh, but I didn't eat it all. Like I'm not wasting that steak, Maui. I'm gonna heat that bitch up later. It's gonna be better than when I ate it right here. I mean, you gay if you you order appetizers or dessert. You know what I'm saying? Or dessert or dessert or appetizers. Like I'm not going to Jay Alexander and I don't get no carrot cake. I'm just not fucking going. Like I like, I've already built it into the budget for the evening. Like this shit is wild, and, and I want some, and I want some spinach dip. I wonder how how comfortable are you in your own skin? I feel like I'm pretty comfortable. Uh, um, I mean, for the most part, I think I'm comfortable, man. I think I could be better. You know what I'm saying? But like, I think I'm past this stage of my life where I like I got something to prove. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I'm past that. But I think if a lot of more people were comfortable within their own skin, um. The thoughts and opinions uh, that are viewed about you and the thoughts from and others. opinions of others wouldn't you wouldn't matter to you. And he made a good point. He was like, "Nigga, if you just made the music you wanted to make, not the music that's popular, not the music that's making money, like nigga, if you just rapped as different as you wanted to rap, and that was the music you made, you'd be more happier, you'd be more free." And you know, you know, he's one hundred percent true. That's hundred percent fact, and we have tons of proof of that shit. Cushion orange juice. Just free. Every time somebody makes their quote unquote mixtape, it's better than their debut album because they're actually making the music that they want them to make. But no, you get into that corporate world and you start playing the corporate numbers game and you want to make, yo, I got to reach out to this fan base. Nigga, be you. But that goes back to it being a business. They want to make they, nigga, we, we bought you to make money. We bought you here to make money. Yo, man, here go a pro tip. Um, you make more money the more niche you are. You find your niche and stay there because it's a whole bunch of people in that niche. You know what I'm saying? I know what shop talk. I know that more men listen to this podcast than women do. We've got a lot of women listeners. I know on This Week in Culture, it's the exact opposite. It's more women than men. Like there, And guess what? I'm perfectly fine because those are two totally different spaces. You know, it's it's funny. I see the comments. You and Aunt got a, <laughs> the lady fan base for this week in culture is real strong, man. It's real strong. <laughs> but like, so over there, they we need like, some of that trickle down. So when we 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 probably like over here, it's like sixty five men, thirty five women. Over there, it's like 70, 30 women and men. Uh, so it's like it's literally the exact opposite, right? Um, which is cool because our, the women who listen to this podcast support us heavily. 
Yeah, they do. You know what they, I'm saying? They fuck. They fuck, they fuck what is heavy. heavy. Um, week out, in and week out. Like heavy. They come out to our events. Like if we at, if we at somebody else's event, they go come out. So you know I mean, what I'm saying? Besides fucking with us, with all the other different shows and shit here. And I mean, it is what it is. But like find what you good at and stay there and be you. Because ultimately, I mean, we didn't recorded 95 different podcasts out of this studio. And I see everybody come in. And I see where they go wrong at because they be trying to be like somebody else. Oh, you trying to be a, you want to drink champs? Oh shit. You want to do the breakfast club? Oh, you want to be shop talk? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like I see it. Like you're not being yourself. So why don't you be yourself and do the stuff that people are listening to podcasts to hear you speak. Like it's a very personal thing. Like I want to see what's up with Dame this week. What the fuck is up with Jay this week? Who's whose man's is this? What's the music pick? How how Dame holding up? Like, they want to see you personally. Yeah. And if you give them a a watered down version of Maul, it's a different investment. <laughs> like, yeah, it's a different investment. No, nah, man, it's a too I much of a cerebral game for you to act like you somebody else. Just be you. How does weekend culture get all the ladies? I don't know. I mean, I listen to well, you. I, I guess women, I listen to you and Ed a lot. Women watch more TV than men. Probably. Probably. Men watch more sports and women watch more programming. I don't know. But that shit, it varies because, like, it depends on what we're reviewing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we review. That's what I wonder. Like, sometimes what's the thought? Because, like, TV go through dry sessions sometimes right. where it just ain't, like, ain't no good series on. Like, nigga, I want to keep up with Chicago PD. It's like fucking SVU. Like, yeah. it's a thousand of them bitches. Numbers change depending on what we're reviewing. You know what I'm saying? And different audiences need different things like yo you y'all gonna fuck with that stars that that book of book of ghosts too yeah we did one episode we did episode last week but we separated that from lovecraft country because those two different audiences you know what i'm saying so like you want the power and i just don't watch tv like that that's that's probably why i can't like i listen to y'all but like i'll be honest half them shows unless it's snowfall i don't really watch a lot of tv a lot of people say they listen to the show they don't watch it they 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 know what's going on in the show based on you know what I'm saying? yeah that's that's about. how i keep that's how i keep up with lovecraft county um, and then like i don't watch tv that intently like i so much of that shit would have went over my head you know just a, a a light bulb went off cuz fellas you know you got your shows that you watch but you probably spend more time during the winter months watching basketball you know what I'm saying? On, fo- on Sundays, you watching football. football yeah. On Sundays, when all the HBO and all the the shows come on, I'm watching the 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 primetime game. Yeah. I'm watching the good game. And while your lady in the other room, like, oh, I'm sending this to Aunt and Jay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> or you know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm watching my fantasy team and making sure they're getting off. Yeah, and then you know we gotta. Uh, I I just say that to say yo. Uh, do something else, dog. Do some shit that actually that you enjoy. Because I'm 100% sure <laughs> that on, man. everybody You're shitting on somebody's dream, though. It's not your dream. I can shit on anything if it's not your dream. But this is what I want, though. It's I not. want I want the local fame. That's good enough for me. Okay, but what, what do you got to do to get the fame? What if you a dope-ass chef? What if you always like cooking, but your mans and them told you to rap? And now you a trap rapper, and you really want to be a chef. Now, you could be the dopest motherfucking chef in the city. There's a lot of money in culinary arts. There's a lot of fame in everything. <laughs> but now niggas going to be looking at me funny when they buying dinners from me. Is that what you're saying? Like, I what can't. What you mean? 
Like I still can't sell dinners and you can and, say what the fuck you and then do. rap about popping perks and trapping out the trunk. Also, let me ask you a question. All the niggas that, that's rapping and you see, you think all them niggas just want to be rap stars? They 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 whole dream was I want to grow up and be a rapper. No, some of them niggas are just doing it so me and my homies got something to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like Nigga, this this for the hood. This you know what I'm saying? Some of them niggas just got a little bit of money. So they rented a nigga with a camera, paid a nigga for a beat and paid for some studio time. Yeah. And talked all over that bitch. Yeah. That's all they do it for. And like nigga, we go throw on our freshest fit, our buffs, and we gonna shoot a video at the spot. Have fun. Do your thing. I mean, that's what you do when you with your homies and shit. Y'all do y'all fuck around, y'all listen to music, y'all freestyle. But it's a whole difference from that. And so hold we on, we, we throw this shit up on World Star. If it if it do if it go viral, start doing numbers like nigga, we put out a project. Hey man, have at it, dog. But it's fucked up because all the music that niggas put out, that shit really be trash. Man, let these young niggas shine, dog. Young, old, I don't give a fuck how old you are. If the shit trash is trash. Let these niggas shine, man. You can put out a trash movie. You can put out a trash play. You can put out a trash music. If all of your fucking music is, fuck y'all niggas, I got money, y'all ain't shit, I'm fucking your bitches. That shit is, I don't need that shit no more, <laughs> dog. I'll be honest, I don't. You don't, but that but that music connects with the don't huge genre. Don't nobody listen to that shit, nigga. <laughs> yes, they do. Niggas nigga. got 1,200 spins lifetime <laughs> on Spotify. No one's listening to that shit, man. Niggas with chargers and scat packs and wire bodies, they listen to that shit. Man, you contribute. They playing it loud. <laughs> Hey man, I let let them young niggas shine, dog. I like that shit. Niggas not young. Nigga they your age. <laughs> let them old niggas shine too, Jay. Let hey, them listen, man. Everybody deserve their 15 minutes in the spotlight. No, nobody deserve shit. You deserve to die when you when you after after your your time is up. Nobody deserve shit. Hey man, let them have a 15 minutes in the spotlight, man. What is it hurting? It hurt a lot. What's it hurting, Jay? It Jason? hurt a lot. It hurt a lot. That come shit on, poison. Come on, old man Jay. That shit poison. Man. Oh, grumpy old Jason. He has returned. Hey man, it is what it is, man. Find something else to do because that shit weak. I'm tired of your. I'm, I don't want to hear it. That shit whack. You don't even listen to the music up from from main artists that really drop. Like niggas don't. You're not listening to that shit, man. I am. I I get look, man. When it comes to rap music, I always say the analogy. I'm like a crackhead, like. Then you put the rock in front of me, I'm going to smoke it. Like, I want to hear that new shit. And you're going to listen to it for two days, and you're never going to listen to that shit again. All right. Well, I, it was everything that I loved for two days. And you didn't make no money off of it. I'm just saying, what, what is niggas doing? Maybe they got to just put more support behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's, it's bigger than just dropping a, a video. You got to do some interviews. Let niggas get to see your personality. You know, do... Your Instagram and your like, like let people connect with you. It's more than just dropping the music. If you want to make it big, it has to be a full package. People want to buy in on the personality, you know. So you got to show them a little bit more. You got to show them y'all at, you know, the Panthe spinning, spinning bands. You, you know sound, what I'm saying? Like it's sound, the image. You sound exactly. It's the like image. What what what? Um, what Vince was saying. No, I don't want it. That's don't. It don't got to be the image. It don't have to be though. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But like people aren't invested in rappers that don't look like your stage image has to be bigger than who you are as a rapper. People don't invest in something that 
Like, oh, nigga, I seen him at fucking, he working the call center with me. Like, niggas are not invested in that image. They want to see you be something bigger. You're, you, They want to you know see you be is? magnified. You know why that is? Because you got a 0% self-worth. A lot mm-hmm. of niggas don't feel good about themselves, so you got to be better. A 0% self-worth? Niggas man? don't like themselves. <laughs> wow, Jay, that's, that's, that's kind of haughty of you. I'm saying it's the truth. People have a low value of themselves. So I, no, I got to I got to get everything about us. We try to change <laughs> like. I don't get it, dog. Zero percent self-worth. Niggas don't care about themselves. They don't know <laughs> themselves. They don't love themselves. That's the whole point of you saying like, so, yo, so niggas may, maybe this you, the type of music I want to make because it's all I know. Well, that's not the well, Then that's all you know. That's not what you want. That's all you know. Give me another option. Something. Scamming. Breaking cards. That's right, the next man. option, man. All right, dog. All I know is that shit getting tired. If I catch you scamming or breaking a car, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> You're going to die. You get so passionate about it. It's a it's a victimless crime, man. The bank going to pay that money back. It's not. That money's insured by the bank, man. You're going to get it back. It's not. And you won't. And you don't <laughs> all the time. Trust me. You don't. It was a... It's it's not. I thought it was if it was like a certain amount, you damn near guaranteed to get your money back. No, you're not guaranteed to get shit back. Okay, well, that's what I know. Hey, listen, man, I don't like thieves. I don't like virtual cat burglars (laughs) because that's what you niggas are. Uh, niggas out here getting robbed for purses these days too now because men are wearing oh, purses man. so now men can get robbed they, for purses they man bags uh, they, they, no they they like fatty packs they slings they every, slings everything that's wrong is lifted up as right and everything that's right is lifted put down as wrong and this shit is upside down fam I want I, I got a, no I got it. a sling on it's not a purse it's it's a crossbody niggas are getting robbed for their for their for Louis Vuitton purses <laughs> It's a crossbody. Hey man, call it what you want. I mean, I don't, I don't care to wear one, but I like, I see, I see a lot of the young dudes. I see sometimes they built in the shirts too. Hey man, I, you I, know the shirt come with the shirt in the bag is like a whole one, a whole one unit. Sometimes man, it be hard as fuck. Like <laughs> it be hard as hell. I just said it that be shit. hard as hell fighting for my own people because I just be shaking my head like y'all niggas so fucking. Whew. Somebody said today it was like, what if the scamdemic uh, <laughs> was a highlight of what would happen if we got reparations? Oh, shit. That was our reparations? Niggas would be, because you know, Nick, the niggas who scammed it up, they scammed I know, it up. They ran the, I know niggas that ran the bag up to like 70, like K plus. So, so yeah, today when uh, T.I., some shit floating around when T.I., T.I. said, I think I want y'all to spend y'all money um, houses and real estate instead of buying ex- in, um, expensive items of clothes. Niggas on his head like I didn't know that clothes and houses cost the same amount of money because you not hip to what's going on out here. We not talking much about a $200 stimulus check. We talking about the scamdemic. It has a fucking name by the way <laughs> that's been going on. Niggas out in LA. It's niggas everywhere who's scamming up. Rub, <laughs> run, running run it the up. fuck up. Running it the fuck up. And then they they, they, they buy their shit they throw all their fucking money and then be like, yo, man, a fucking white man holding me down. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, man. That shit be stupid, dog. Go buy your neighborhood that you claim so tough. You love, you nigga, you from Joy Road. 
Go buy that motherfucker. If you had the bread, would you buy a Joy Rose? Yes. Okay. I would buy my entire block. Starting with the house that I grew up in. Okay. I would kick the white family that's in there out of it. <laughs> You'd be a slumlord. You be the you be the landlord. Nigga, you you kicking them right out? Get out. No one's living here ever again. One hundred percent. And that's low key. I mean, I say that, but that is my actual plan. So it is what it is. And just never just renovated. Just I'm talking about the whole block. Okay. Shout out to the homie Pharaoh, man, because he he literally buying up the block. I can't wait till the grocery store open up. Up up and open, man. Man, all jokes aside, man, we fucking toxic, dog. We be toxic as fuck, man. And we, we as black people? We as niggas in the city. Okay. We be we be out here wildin'. Like completely wildin', dog. It's just Detroit, man. This is just how niggas live here. Dog. It's not okay, though. <laughs> like it's it's all right, it's whatever. It'd be like it's whatever. This, this is how niggas live. Detroit is a little bit lawless. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it just come with the territory. We don't we don't follow the rules. We make our own rules, and we live and we live and die by them shits. And we got a soundtrack playing to it. That's why the fuck we went bankrupt. That's why our schools is shit. That's why I don't got no fucking money. That shit ain't like it's cool. You know what I'm saying? But like at some point, like nigga, this shit fucked up, and it's fucked up because it's us running this shit. Like I feel like you're trying to be a damper, dog. Hey man. Ain't shit funny. <laughs> I feel like you put a little damp on. Hey, it is what it is, dog. I want niggas to be better, dog. We talk about. We doing all right. No, we not doing all right. <laughs> we doing okay. No, we we're doing not. sort of great. Niggas will point out every fucking flaw that's wrong with some uh, insert politician here, but like, niggas, Ray Charles to your own bullshit. <laughs> we doing okay on a good day, awesome. Oh no, man! You know we do we do a we doing it real mediocre. Hey man, I I be wanting better for niggas, dog. But uh, Jay, you you act like you wasn't involved in that subculture. You was you you be you be dabbling in rap. You don't want a Benz? Tell me you don't want one. (sighs) Tell me you don't want a lot of money in the bank. Just tell me that shit. But what are you equating that to, though? Like what's the what? What do you mean? Not not even because you heard it in the rap song, nigga. Just because you aspire for more. You don't want a nice ass car. You don't want a real comfortable bank account. Don't we all want them things? So that's what you're saying is going on in the city. Everybody got nice cars and big bank accounts because no, that's but, the exact opposite of what's going on. No, in the but city. I'm saying, but I'm saying, isn't that what we what we all want? Now, is no, that what, what you've been told? Is, to, that's what you've been told to go get. Is that what you're striving for? Is that what you're actually working for? You know, that's that's debatable. But like. That's what you want. That's no, what I, I want, want. I told you. You know what exactly what I want. I want to eat, drink, and be merry. I want a nice house on Outer Drive, and I like to be able to swipe my debit card, and that bitch don't burp. Okay, you can do that. And I like to pull into my nice car on Outer Drive, into my nice house on Outer Drive with a with a newer model vehicle. You got a newer model vehicle right now? Yeah, but oh. I'm saying I want something newer. <laughs> Like so, it's the twenty. The twenty twenty ones is coming out. That's what I want. So that's what you call gluttony. Like so, when you got what you asking for, but when you get it and God give it to you, be like, no, I want something else now. No, Lord. Like, at I, some point, don't you got to be content with what you ask for? Like if so, if you pray for something, and I'm they praying give it for to abundance, you, Lord. I want, I want, I want the overflow. 
I'm praying for abundance. Yeah, but if you don't ever appreciate what overflow, I give overflow, you, overflow, overflow, overflow. Why would I give it to you? I want the T.D. Jakes version. I want the Potter's House. Man, that shit sound good, but unfortunately, don't nobody want to put the work in to do that though. They want to steal it. They they'll see you with it, and then they manage a way to take what you got. My work is just different. My line of business is just different than yours. I ain't. You you get so you get so uppity when it comes to scamming, dog. Like that, like that 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 uh make you feel you know something. I mean, the fact that niggas put so much work in, very intelligent work, uh, to take something from somebody else. Like, why don't you go do something else? Like, I don't like a thief. Like, I I really don't. You know what I'm saying? I don't want you in my house. I don't want you near me because you steal. That's not steal. It's still like listen. If you take something from me, I'm going to hurt you. Like in real They're life. They're not taking nothing from you, though. They're taking if, it from the man. Listen. That no. ain't hurt nothing. Scamming, whatever. Long story short, like the way we paint the picture, it's not real, though. You can have, you can want your fat bank account. You can want a nice car. But that's not what you see when you walk out here. You see fucked up, dilapidated houses that don't nobody cut the grass in. You see niggas who run, get their money running up, who children's is fucked up. We don't see none of that. It's a, It's an illusion. Yeah, you look great on a gram, but your kids is fucked up. Like, oh, yo, your kid got a gold chain, but the motherfucker can't read. Y'all mad as fuck that you got to stay home and help with your kid education. But you don't got no real like state of like it's it's bad, dog. Like it's bad. Half the time it's cool to be laughing, joking, cool, cool, cool. But like at some point, niggas grow up and real life hit. And now it's like, well, what do I do now? Why don't somebody come out and help me? It. it no, dog. That shit be frustrating, dog. Fair enough. It be frustrating because some niggas really do need help. And then like niggas. They're not the ones really getting the help, probably. Yeah, and then niggas who really who out here fucking shit up will will piggyback on somebody who really do need help and now they can't get it because you make niggas look bad. Like, if niggas was out here scamming and selling drugs and doing all that shit, and like Helping like like buying the hood up, buying, like nigga, that's what you're supposed to do. Niggas ain't doing shit but going to a white neighborhood, spend a lot of fucking money, and move out there. Come back to the hood, fuck this shit up, but go back to your Bloomfield Hills home and treat that shit nice, cut your grass, do all that shit. Like damn, nigga, what about the spot that you lived in? Who the fuck moving out of Detroit if that shit was safe and clean? I know I wouldn't. Fair enough. Like shit. At some point, like damn, niggas just wanna that 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 that, that nice house, the nice car, that nice bank account. Like I want to be able to keep that shit. Like I want to be able to park that shit at my house without you and busting I, the fucking. And I have to worry about if it's gonna be there when I wake up. Yeah, like shit. Like it's enough money for it's enough motherfucking money out here for everybody to, to, to be out here getting it. You know what I'm saying? But. I'm afraid what niggas would do with reparations. Niggas would be broke six months later, nigga. Ah, I don't want to believe that. I don't want to believe it, but it's probably true. Let's just say we did We did get we our We talked about this before. Yeah, we get our money. Everybody get $300,000 a piece, every black person. It's 13% of the population. It's, I don't know, 37 million of us or some shit. Everybody get $300,000 a piece. Nigga, this got this this shit generational shit that y'all been asking for. You think 
by the time the kid is born, <laughs> that money gonna still be here? Nope. Come on, man. Niggas be lucky to hold on to that shit for a year. Come on, man. A year. Year tops. Before most of us would be like flat ass broke again. But because we're doing crab boils, we going we we buying Balenciaga, we buying Lewis. Like I give it a year before niggas be flat ass broke and all that in the pawn shop be smacking. It's tough, man, because like when you ain't never had shit, you want some extra. Like, you know what I'm saying? We come from a, a spot where it's like, yo, the 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 perceived have and have nots. Black folks ain't got shit. White folks got it all. So now that you got a little bit, now I want I want I want some of that life that I've been. I just want a little of. bit of you know, I just want something to show for it. And that's that's a that's a normal fucking reaction. Like, nigga, I've been deprived all this time. Nigga, I want the I want to go to JL. No. I want to go to Roof Chris. I want to like I want that shit because yeah. I've been deprived I want of the so experience. long, and it's and it's been baked in that we ain't shit for so long. With your poor ass, and we attach our self worth to a monetary value, though. You know what I'm saying? That's really the 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 I don't know the catch twenty two because at real life you just trying to feel better about yourself because we've been in a fucked up position all this time. So when I get some money. I didn't got my endorphins or whatever the fuck it is. When I spend something and people look at me with admiration because I don't see myself as valuable all the time. I don't think the world see myself as valuable. So when I buy something nice, my peers see me with this chain. They look at me with admiration. Like I feel good. I feel seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's ultimately what we've been asking for. So it's like, it's not lost on me why niggas do the things that they do because they want to feel seen. They want to feel like I am, I'm important now. I've been treated unimportant for a long time. And niggas have always told me, even people who look like me, that I ain't shit until I get some money. So now I get broke ass. So now I got my motherfucking money. I go get me a charger. I go get me a challenge. Until I get my money, right? You can't tell me nothing. Uh-uh. You can't tell me nothing. Dog, these fucking devils have tricked us all, man. The motherfuckers at the record labels got us to tell us that we ain't shit. For not having money. Like y'all set up a system where y'all got all power and control, gave some uh, a few of us some opportunity and got us to tell us that y'all ain't shit. Boy, it's a just a dirty fucking game. It's a dirty fucking game, dog. Is it a game or is this how shit is? It's a dirty fucking game. Um once you realize we in a game, you can try to maneuver up out of it, you know what I'm saying? Some are. That's why you got a nigga like Pharrell um, giving back, trying to make the hood great, um, starting community gardens, uh, neighborhood grocery. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got people who doing shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So, all right, man. That's, that's all I got, man. No okay. more no more horses sitting on high. <laughs> no more high. I bet shit just be frustrating, dog. It be frustrating because I like black people so much. You know what I'm saying? And I be seeing all the fucking evil, the shit that be going down. And it's like, niggas don't know that they be caught up in the game. Niggas don't know they be caught up in the game. Why you hate a scam so bad, dog? Why you hate a lick so bad? Cause man, they take money out of niggas' checkings account, man. You got money, you got you about to pay your mortgage, right? And now all you wake up and all your money gone. Who 
Your mortgage don't give a fuck that somebody took some money from you, nigga. They they might give me like a little forbearance. I call the bank. Well, what, what if today was your the, the last day before they repoed your shit? Because I get them phone calls. Fem, the repo man, the repo order is out. The car getting picked up no matter what. <laughs> and now you got to have the full balance. Hey, I get it. I'm sorry. So when you when you when you when your credit card uh payment was supposed to come out, oh you got that late fee, get the NSF fee. Man, that shit that shit hurt niggas, dog. I mean, nigga, I done been there before. I and now that I haven't always been fiscally responsible. Nigga, the new scams is nigga, we ran up some shit and sent it to your address. So you're not getting this money back. Oh, 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 they sent it to your address. Nigga, this was you. Sorry, we're not getting this motherfucking money back. MasterCard says that. We're not giving this fucking money back. She'll deliver to your address. Be a nigga camping at your house, waiting for the man man to drop some shit off or at Amazon. And they gonna pick I ain't never heard up. of that one. I see it every day. Niggas will get your shit and send it to your address, <laughs> nigga. Ain't no Damn, because I know when it's coming. You're not expecting shit. I nigga, know when it's coming. Nigga, I know when you at work. <laughs> nigga, I've been parked out here for two days. Ooh, that's dirty, man. Yeah, man. Uh, but scams like on old folks and shit like that, man, niggas be getting down, dog. Because it's is that w- what you said previously? All I all it take is one. You know what I'm saying? I could call fifty five grandmas in a day. All I need is just one to. I just need one dummy. Man, ultimately, man, or one you know one victim. Uh, ultimately, uh, what I think Vince was trying to say, and what I'm trying to say is. I just want everybody to have a little bit of more um, love for themselves and see themselves as complete and whole and not and not um, attach your entire existence to a dollar or a price tag. Like if you ain't if you don't never be rich, if you lower middle class your whole and fucking entire life, fam, you are still a great person. That doesn't impact who you are as a person. You still could be loved. You still can have a mother, father, sister, brother, and stuff, all that who shit. Who gonna love your broke ass? That's what they that's what they didn't drill in. Who gonna love your broke ass? Your kids don't respect that's you, your woman of, don't listen to you. Well, that's something that's built in. Like, nigga, we all grew up poor. A lot of us grew up poor. I respected my fucking parents. And my parents respected each other when they ain't had no fucking money. But niggas would tell you that out ain't nobody gonna respect you unless you got money. That ain't the truth. <laughs> It don't got to be. It ain't true on a personal level out there in that world. I saw Roy say something about it this week. It's like not people are, you know, they they're afraid to be poor. They're afraid to be rich because you know what is like poor is comfortable. You know, you know, that's like there's no secret to poor. But like rich is the secret. You know what I'm saying? Like rich like that. There's you know, certain things you do to maintain and to stay rich and they know those secrets. And as long as I don't have to expose you to those secrets, you're going to stay where you at and stay comfortable with what you are. And also, um, because there's a, cause like I'm never, ever going to be in a, um, a, a poverty mind state, right? Cause I think poverty is also a mind state as well as a financial state, but a, a, a mind state where it's like some people, we would not ever want to do the work that it requires to maintain um, a, a certain amount of money. So, you know, if if, I, if if I'm rich or so such, I got to do something every day to sustain this. 
And some yeah. people are not ready for that responsibility. Nah, I'd rather just I chill on my little public assistance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I won't I won't do this because I'm I might have to actually work. <laughs> and a lot of people, it's it's a it's a devil on both sides. It's a devil on the folks who want to keep you from being rich. And it's a it's a it's a devil on the sides like, yo, nigga, don't do this shit. And what's good is bad and what's bad is good. Like we re- we really is in a, a, a really fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You kinda you kinda in the jam either way. Yeah. So at some point you gotta find your self worth and that there's value as you as a person. Um we used to have discussions about like, yo, you could be bad at your job. But you got to recognize that your job insert company here is not who you are as a person. Like I'm bad. I could be bad. You could be a bad salesman. It it doesn't make me like it's like we equate the wealth or our self value with 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 certain jobs. Our self value is always external instead of internal. It has to be internal. Like you have to start from inside first. Because if you don't never fix inside. But you but you see like certain people they get put like. Oh, such and such a supervisor now. Oh, that nigga acting different. He acting because he's attached a certain level of worth now with this position. I'm something better. I was I was listening to um, Mike Tyson uh, last night. He had on um, TK Kirkland and Teddy Riley. Um, <laughs> That's an odd co- pairing. You would, you would think so, but all them them niggas been friends for like thirty years and shit. <laughs> okay, whatever. but he was saying like Tyson was like I, I'm. He's on my bucket list of people I want to sit down. And I talk would love to. to. But he was like. Every time he say something to somebody, he really said it to himself. Like when he was negative, like this nigga punk, he did it. He 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 really talking to himself because he has those qualities in himself. When he calls somebody, but you got to project beautiful. confidence. Yeah, but he was saying in a, in a good way and a bad way. When you see the good in somebody, you recognize that good in that somebody because you also have good in yourself. But when you can see the shadiness in somebody, <laughs> you may have some shadiness in yourself or whatever. So when 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 a nigga say, "Yo, that nigga." Oh, he a supervisor now. He he think he gonna, he gonna be better than niggas because that's what you would do. Like you judging me on the scale of how you live your life and how you rationalize things. No, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be who I am. Don't judge me on your scale. No, he not gonna change. You would change. You know, it's it's funny when you say that because shout out to the homie Nina. She helped me get that supervisor job that I had at that pharmacy. Yeah, and she was like, "Nigga, I'd have never helped you out if I knew you was gonna bring the Comcast way." <laughs> out here like nigga I was letting niggas heads roll and denying unemployment I was just being a fucking oh, tyrant shit. dog don't be that way that was definitely some they would definitely deny unemployment <laughs> the first time I'm going to your unemployment here and I'm telling the judge everything that's fucked I was up. 12 that's fucked <laughs> up um, I'm telling the judge everything yeah she be sleeping and training that's why I fired her that's fucked up <laughs> Got a whole file on your ass. Um, you got a whose man's is this this week? I feel like we skipped over that. Uh, I think I did. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give a fa- a week. Uh, whose man's is? I don't have one this week, man. Uh, and I don't like when I just make one up. So. I'm okay. A, I'm gonna have not one. <laughs> That's right. Quality over quantity. Yeah. Quality yeah, over yeah. quantity. All right, man. It's time All for right, the uh, Okay. I mean, it, <laughs> that's how we go into it. Oh man, dog. I'm glad to be here in the studio another week, dog. God for is sure, good, man. man. 
I'm working on getting me a new kidney. I'm getting on, I'm getting the information for the transplant list and what people can do if they want to like honestly donate me a kidney. It might be somebody that's listening to us out there, maybe one of my one of our listeners that's gonna give me a kidney, dog. That's gonna be dope. We gonna we gonna do something really soon once we get all the the particulars. I don't know what I would have to do for that person, but I feel like nigga, you kind of own me. <laughs> you know, gonna, in some go sort of the sense. Y'all finish and go have a drink together. That <laughs> I gotta do something for you like every year. I gotta celebrate it. Uh, it's your man Dame going wild on IG. What's I got up? a question. So you get a kidney and shit, right? And everything is all good. Would you then become an organ donor? I would. I'm on the. I'm a. I was on the organ donor list before, like my issues. So a I mean, word. yeah. I never. I don't. Anyway, we're talking. If they're gonna put me in the ground, like, what do I need it for? Let them help somebody else, and I want to be cremated. So I mean, I don't want. What, remember last week when they thought that girl was dead and they sent her to the funeral home? Yeah, that's scary. Y'all could be ready to take shit out of me. I'm still alive. No, but when I when I go, I want to be cremated and I want my organs to go help somebody else. I can I respect that. Uh, uh, it's Dame Ruffin one on the Twitter. Follow me. Uh, I'm trying to get my followers up. I be active as hell on Twitter. I was dragging Master P. I finally found how much sodium was in that shit. That was my fucking whose man's is this? Should we stop this? Yeah, hold stop okay. that music. Let's stop, stop it. Good job. Let's yes, stop dang. the gospel. Yes. <laughs> I took a screenshot of that shit and everything. Hold on. Let me let me stop the music real quick. Fucking hell yeah. Good job, man. Let me go back <laughs> to this shit. Um, hey, listen, dog. I know. No masterpiece land. Shout out to my. Shout out we to the love homies. P, man. We love uh, P. But come on, fam. You y'all got you got to quit with this. Forty seven percent sodium, dog. No, I have never seen no shit that high before. <laughs> like, give me a product that's that's high in sodium. Ramen, just regular like heat up ramen noodles, got to be high as fucking sodium. But but they got a packet. But like the thing about pea shit, it's a whole brick. It ain't no packet of seasoning. Like nigga, this shit already. You just add the water and you and you stir that shit around. Seasoning is, the sodium is already in the bitch. Man, let me let me. It's oh, packed in. This shit got one thousand and ninety <laughs> milligrams of sodium. Fam, half of the container is full of sodium. So this is my question, right? Maybe it's a, maybe it's that specific flavor. Maybe it's less if you try a different flavor. This is this was my 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 thought process because we were talking about ownership and percentages and shit like that. How much of this company do you own, P? Because I that got that's the that's the real question, right? Because forty nine percent. Because like, like the sodium. If you major in this company, you ain't just like because sometimes you know you make buy a company, slap your shit on there, and like move the fuck on and get this motherfucking money, right? Mm-hmm. You just could be like a percentage owner, blah blah blah. But if you like major percent owner in this shit, these masterpieces, like this, that, is my recipe. Don't release the sodium, fam. <laughs> it's not that hard. It can't be that difficult, right? Don't put so much fucking sodium. Like nigga, we're dying. <laughs> And we, and I think it might save you a little bit of money just to, <laughs> just to tailor, you know, turn the volume back a little bit on the song. And the reason is that because you know I know that the, the thing niggas is, like flavor though. We like flavor. No, we like living. Like we we like fam. Forty seven. I've never seen anything with my own eyes. Maybe I've eaten something, but I've never seen anything with forty seven percent sodium. Like you know, film, that's our a- diets is what's killing us, and I'm I'm a 
Yes. I'm, I'm a walking testament of that shit. Our diets are what's fucking killing us. You know, I had salt on something additional. Like, you know what I'm saying? I used to get a breakfast from Coney, and I'm going to put salt on my omelet and on, the hash br- and on the hash browns, and I'm going to drench them hash browns and ketchup. Before I taste it, I used to Nigga, I, I ain't put a bite in my mouth. <laughs> I ain't put a bite in my mouth. Just salt on the bitch. Yeah. And now, I haven't added salt on additionally to anything in about six weeks now. And food tastes fucking night and day. It was better though. <laughs> I mean, I can't lie. I miss okay. I miss a little Laurie's. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, I had some fried chicken this week, and it ain't had no salt on it. Oh shit! And I just wish. Was it an air fryer? Nah, man. It's get you straight an air to. Fryer. I got an air fryer. I got an air fryer, but this I don't have one, by the way. It's a good investment. This I'm buying one for the. New this fryer. one was just straight to the grease. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, this is straight me and Crisco, and I ain't I ain't put no Laurie's. Should you be eating that? Nigga? I can eat a little fried chicken. Like I ain't gonna. St- it it don't have no salt. <laughs> like that's fried food. fried food is probably not the best, no way. But this ain't nah. got no salt in it. Coming from a nigga who eat chicken wings all the time, it's, it's not. This ain't got no but, salt. But um, the reason I was giving a who man's is this because if you own like any like large part <laughs> of this company, right? And I understand you should just do right by your people. Yes, and one hundred percent. Okay, literally. And I understand that like yo do do top ramen and that nigga. I've never ate a ramen noodle in my fucking life. So that that don't that argument don't work on me, okay? I'm gonna be um, honest. Ramen is pretty fucking popular in my house. I've never ate that shit in my life. If it's um, not the master P ramen, it's just you know like, but the regular the, ramen. The question is always like, yo, do we say that about who owns Top Ramen? One, I don't know who owns that shit, and I know they're not black, but we <laughs> do expect better from black people who are selling to black people. And this is the creamy chicken gumbo flavor. Maybe it's like a different flavor that they got. Gumbo, you from Louisiana, <laughs> my nigga. Fix that 47. 47. Nigga, half that bitch is full of salt. Nigga. Jay, Jay. <laughs> it's not a salt. It's not a seasoning packet. This shit was just one brick. <laughs> you just put it, you just put the enough water to cover it, put oh, it in the microwave so for you two minutes. That shit? I yeah, thought nigga, you picked- I thought you took a picture. Nigga, this shit is inside of my house. <laughs> what are my what are my children ate today? Nigga, God is not pleased. <laughs> God is not pleased. What if my children ate this today? Today. Did you take his blood his or her blood pressure <laughs> afterwards? Blood she pressure was, through the roof. She was straight. She was straight. I'm about to say She asked for it. She she called her mama. Man. She she was she asked about it. She asked about it because she seen it in the house. Yeah, we got them. And I was noodles. I was working, and she called her mom and was like, "Hey, is these cool to eat?" Listen, mm-hmm. man, it was a reason that the was pea noodles. It was it was a reason I was giving Master P, whose man is this? It Maybe was, it's a different flavor that's got like way less sodium. Nigga, forty seven percent sodium, thirty percent saturated fat. Like nigga, this whole, <laughs> this whole shit is bad for you, nigga. God damn. Anything in a cup that you can make a meal out of with hot water probably ain't the best for your unless for your shit, body. Unless that shit oatmeal, <laughs> nigga, it's, it's a wrap. But the reason I was giving him whose man's this because this is why with this um, damn near eleven hundred grams of, uh, of sodium. That's just so much. It's so a, much. And I read an article on Hip Hop DX for with Beats by the Pound, and it was like that. Uh, that Chronicle shit was a work of fiction. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't A say, work of fiction. They didn't say anything like disparaging against Pete, because you know, I I'm not I don't like dislike Pete or no shit like yeah. that. They didn't say anything disparaging against him. 
but you can clearly tell that they were telling the truth. <laughs> and they made sure he was like, yo, what? I don't think that uh, me and X was lying, but it sounded like she was heavily edited. He was like, me, I went down there with me. He, he made it appear, allegedly. Uh, he made it appear like he put them together and put them up in there. He was like, nigga, me and my man was already staying together before we even like, like we had knew each other. He said it was a work of fiction. I'll just say that. So Hip Hop DX, go ahead and uh, see it. He was Damn, like, yo. Man. So th- this wasn't a great week with all this goddamn sodium. <laughs> he may be a little, maybe he's a little bit salty. Ah, <laughs> what up, don't you? What up, don't yeah, People a little bit salty. At Tip your waitresses. Tip your waitresses. <laughs> anyway, man, let's get the fuck out of here. Though. All right, man. I'm <laughs> 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 so again, this Dame going wild on IG. Dame Ruffin one on Twitter. I'm active. Follow your mans. Uh, talk back to you. Shout out to the homies, uh, Uncle Marcus, June, Verge. They all we all been have having heavy talk all day, uh, and that's what I'm at, man. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast. ShopTalkPodcast.com. Go to the website. Book some time. It's I shop- mess it up every time I do it. I know I and I knew it. I felt it as soon as it came out. Shoptalkpod.com. Yeah. Uh but listen, man. Uh forgive me. I was having a moment. God is still not pleased with you niggas. <laughs> uh but is he cool. pleased with you in that gold chain though? God is pleased <laughs> with me this week, man. I've been I've been I've been I've been I've been on my stuff this week. God is pleased with me. And um he's been blessing me this week. Uh I've been working on some things that looks like it's coming to you know coming to an end. So. If that one thing comes to a comes to a head, are we gonna have a celebration at the venue? Um, one hundred percent. I got a bottle of uh, champagne on chill. It's in the refrigerator over there right now. I have you, that you same bottle me? of champagne in my house. So um, you know, I'm ready to, to, to pop us pop a bottle and um have a good celebration. And um, shout out to everybody, man, who going through tough times, man. Absolutely. Uh, we love you no matter what. God gonna see you through, baby. One hundred percent. Um, and I just appreciate y'all for checking with us, rocking with us, man. I got a lot of people who reached out, like, yo, man, I ain't know what anything was going on with Dame, man. Give him my blessings, the whole nine yards, man. Yeah, man, I've had so many people reach out, people I've never met before. That's like been put on the podcast by other people, like literally third party type of shit. By people I've never even met on that other side, just yeah. reach out to me and send me encouragement. They stories about people who have been close to them. You know, people I haven't talked to since like my high school days have reached out offering encouragement. Like, you know, their family were dialysis nurses and they know, you know, certain things. People reached out with nutrition plans for me. Like, really, just so much information is really overwhelming, but I'm trying to go through it piece by piece and digest all of it because, man, I, I appreciate it because, you know, I didn't under, you know, I'm just a. Uh, a, a shit talking nigga from the west side and just to see the outpouring of love and support man it's it's humbling every every day i get something and it's it's completely humbling man um also man okay. hold on one 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 last thing if you're in the metropolitan detroit area i'm looking for a holistic doctor it's somebody out there that i'm sure no one got a Got a line of one. Hit me up. DM me. Got one for you. Okay. Yeah, man. I'm I'm trying to get with a holistic doctor. Yeah, my, Muddy put me on. Okay. Um, shout out, man. Yo, this week um we lost a friend of ours. We um, did. Our our coworker Shadina Lewis. Man, um, that's sad, man. That's I knew she had some health challenges some years back 
we used to keep in a little bit better touch. And probably like within the last two years when I started kind of like having my health challenges, yeah. you know, I, ha- I hadn't heard from her in a while. But, you know, it's a tremendous loss, man. That yeah. was just like a shot to the gut. Yeah, man. Um, I'm so sorry to hear that, man. Bless her heart. Shout out to um, our Comcast family, man. Yeah, always. Always. That's man. where we came from. Facts. Um, that place raised me. It really did. It got me a lot of different. I made a lot of money there and because of there. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all checking in, checking in with us. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been rocking with us from day one um, until we uh, until that bag drop. You know what I'm saying? I would, I can't wait to tell people that, like, yo, these were our day one folks because I know who you are. Yeah. You feel me? Like, know, we literally know who you I are. I know who y'all are. Um, so, I appreciate that. Hey, man. Forever and always, when you see the blue and the black, you know where we at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. I also see you niggas out there with blue and black. It don't look the same. And it's a goddamn shame that y'all trying to come up off the name. But when you see the blue and the black, you know where it's at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Go to shoptalkpod.com and book some time. I'm not booking nothing through a text message no more. I'm not booking nothing through email no more. I'm not booking nothing through Instagram no more. Go to the website and book some time. If it's not on the calendar and you're not prepaid, it don't exist. it's not happening. And guess what you get when you book some time? Not only do you get to record in a clean set of DR studio, you get personal time with Jay or Dave. Guaranteed one of us is going to be here. Yes. Um, and that's it, man. I'm not saying we're the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dave. Hell yeah. Peace.